soldiers don't call him king or general. They call him Kuku Khan. Spy Kids game over. Yeah, um, that's, that's exactly all I how felt I felt with this colored suits and like the crazy CGI worlds. We haven't sung in a while. Yeah, I was just going to yeah. say, we haven't sung like this entire episode. Toss a coin to, to your witcher, whole valley of plenty. Welcome, everybody, to That Bites. I am your host, Nate. Joined with me is Gray and Dez. How have y'all been doing? We're good. How are you, good. Dez? Well, when you find me dangling under the bridge, just realize it's because... Bullets are expensive, and I already had rope for Shibari. Wow! Mm. And to any ladies listening, if you're hoping I'm hung, wait till the bridge. <laughs> oh my god! What an opening! Um, hi viewers. Hi everyone, <laughs> folks. Um, that got dark. That got dark real quick, but that's fine because we have lots of dark shit to talk about this episode. And uh, let's get right in totally. with the Dark Knight, huh? Because I'm sad. Dark Knight passed away. Yeah. Um. So Kevin Conroy died, and if you don't know who Kevin Conroy is, he is the voice of Batman. If you can visualize a voice of Batman that's not Christian Bale in your head, (coughs) that's Batman. That's Kevin Conroy, and he died. And uh, uh, this is like a monumental blow to just my heart. Like, yeah. I didn't expect to, but I literally cried. I There's very few celebrity deaths that get me, but man, ugh, I was devastated for a couple of days. Then I watched The Killing Joke a few times, cried again, and then I was fine. Oh. <laughs> but if you haven't yet, go check out the animated series Batman. That's what I grew up on. I didn't start with comics. I started with the animated series Batman, animated Spider-Man, and so Kevin Conroy's voice is just burned into my skull. And it's amazing. He's got some of the best, like, Batman lines that, I am vengeance. I am the knight. I am Batman. That's Kevin Conroy. God! He was perfect. <laughs> yeah. He, he played Batman in a lot of animated stuff, but he also played Bruce Wayne in uh, live action one time. Yeah. It's fantastic. It was in Batgirl, I think, right? Is that the show? Uh, Supergirl? No, Batgirl. Like part of the CW stuff? Yeah. I didn't know they had a Batgirl one. Oh, dude, it's full. It, full? It's fun. It got canceled. It's full of fun. But Figures. <laughs> it was good while it lasted. And this Bruce Wayne was pretty cool because like Kevin Conroy kind of aged out of playing Batman live action. But this Batman's like old and beat up. And he even wears like an exoskeleton to get him around because he's so beat up from his years of crime fighting. He was also a very defeated Batman, which was kind of sad that the voice of Batman had to play the one that was like, I just don't want to do this shit anymore. Aww. Yeah. This town's too rough. But really, Kevin Conroy, I love you, man. I know your dead can't hear me. But check out his work. He was in most of the video games, right? Yeah, most of them. I yeah. believe he was in Injustice 1 and 2. He's in he did all the, the Arkham Arkhams. games. Yeah. Which... Ugh, the, one of the best things I can recommend that has Kevin Conroy in it is still the killing joke mm-hmm. because it has the best Batman, Kevin Conroy, and has the best Joker, Mark Hamill. And those two are like unmatched. And Mark Hamill came back 
just for that. Mm-hmm. Kevin Conway is always on board to play Batman, or at least he was. But Joker needed a little convincing. Yeah. So, you know, amazing, amazing stuff. Also, a lot of the Justice League things. There's a few yeah. things he's not um, the voice of Batman in. I've got like a Justice League Dark mm. uh, one that he's not Batman in. But for the most part, if you hear Batman animated, it's Kevin Conroy. Also, fun fact, uh, the only gay Batman. So mm-hmm. that's dope. R.I.P. Gay Batman. R.I.P. Gay Batman. But he lives on in our hearts and souls forever. Anyways, guys, now that I've brought the room down entirely, what's next? Um, I mean, I guess the only way to go is up. Uh, You guys went and saw a movie without me. Yeah. Hmm. Did we? I think we did. So who do we need to talk about? Hmm. That's a good question. I think they go by the name of Atome or something like that. A tome. Mm. 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 Anyways, I can't think of it. Could be The Rock, I think. Oh, I smell what he's cooking. Are you smelling <laughs> what The Rock is cooking? Are you telling me we're going to talk about black people? <laughs> <laughs> yes. That's right. We're talking about Black Adam. <laughs> Maybe we'll get to Black Panther at some point. <laughs> I can't believe Nate forgot his own joke. I know. Anyway, I, was, I was sitting there waiting for it. I'm stalling. I said I wasn't so going to do it. <laughs> no. You leave the offensive lines to me. Thank you. Oh. <laughs> I appreciate that. But yes, we went and saw Black Adam uh, with Shawnee, your sister. Mm-hmm. Uh, so just mind meld with her right quick and take all that information. <laughs> Good, because you didn't miss much. Yeah. Um, the movie was all right. Yeah, it was. I might even say good it was it was good like okay so if we're gonna go for like full review style here uh i enjoyed myself like i had fun which is my goal with the movie just Mm -hmm. have fun but and this is a big but it's a big but dc in like movies wise has a real problem of like trying to introduce way too much (sighs) oh my god in one movie yeah so we get Hawkman, Adam Smasher. Don't remember the name of the Storm Girl's powers lady. Yeah. And Dr. Fate. Mm-hmm. One of the most epic, iconic DC characters to ever come about, which, by the way, came about before Dr. Strange. That's right. Oh, yeah. yeah. Like, huh? Before what? Uh, so a lot of people think that Dr. Fate was copying Dr. Strange, but it's nah. actually flip-flopped there. Uh the biggest thing I could see that they really let me down on is spoilers, guys. They kill off Doctor Fate in yep. this movie. What? I know. One of the strongest, like he was like one of my favorites what in the, the DC universe. Exactly, and he's—they literally say it in the beginning of the movie. He's a god level magician or god level power. Yeah, and he gets killed like almost immediately. Well, in the film, not almost immediately, but. In his career of being in the DC, killed immediately. And he was played by James Bond himself. What? And they killed James yes, Bond. Yes, they killed off James fucking Bond. What? It's. I thought it was perfectly cast, too. I would have oh, loved yeah. to see him be Dr. What Fate. the fuck? That would have been so cool. Uh, they, ha- they could have had so much. Oh, DC, why? It's a whole thing. Like, so they got Hawkman, who is. On Justice League and uh, Justice Society of America in comics, and he's a big character, but they 
basically brushed over everything real fast. Like mm-hmm. everybody already knew it. You know, they didn't even give his whole backstory. They just kind of rushed straight through. Right. Like and, there was a little no background. Yeah, at all. And um, just that he's working with Waller. Yeah, just that he's like, working with Waller. And when that happened, I was like, huh? So is this a new Suicide Squad or what? <laughs> uh, so biggest complaint would be that they tried to push way too much into this movie. Yeah. Like just them trying to do Justice Society all in one thing is it's just so much. Um, but a huge thing I had a problem with is the story didn't make any sense. Not really. Like they go through a lot of effort to capture Black Adam. Right. Mm-hmm. And get him to surrender and give up his powers and shit. And he is imprisoned for maybe in their real time, like an hour and a half. <laughs> in movie time, he was imprisoned for about five minutes. Five oh my goddamn God. minutes. In this like high security, underwater, unfathomable high security prison. And he's out in five minutes. What was the whole point? of capturing him and getting him to be chill. If all you were going to do is be like black Adam, hear my voice. It is Dr. Fate. We need you. And then we were wrong. Yeah. And then yeah. Shazam. Boom. He's back out. Yeah. When they were putting him in the prison, I was like, Oh cool. This is actually kind of a neat ending to a movie. Mm-hmm. I, I, I was actually excited for the sequel, but then they pulled that shit. I was like, Oh, never mind. Yeah. That was, it was so strange. They also, have this strange thing of they build up to be very comic booky and things and it's cool because the imagery is great dc has a way with the imagery unless it's like a you know poorly edited mustache mm. but uh the they, cinematographers know what they're doing oh yeah and it, it was beautiful beautifully shot the whole thing looked great mm-hmm. but then you get down to the big bad of the show yeah and aesthetically just didn't fit to me I thought he was cool. Rock and roll as fuck. He was like a demon with fucking rad horns and mm-hmm. red and had a pentagram on his chest. I was like, yeah, fucking rock and roll. Fucking Doesn't middle. really fit the rest of the show, though. No. Didn't make a whole lot of sense to me. Well, he was basically at the very end, Black Adam fighting Satan, almost. Yeah, which was cool. I like it. I like to see my villains fight Satan. I mean, mm. my heroes fight Satan. But, you know, anyone yeah. who's fighting Satan is a villain. <laughs> cool. uh, but also... A weird complaint I have is with Adam Smasher. Mm. So he's got a very Deadpool-esque mask, just a you yeah. know, very plain mask that has two white eyes. Like it's very ripped off from Deadpool. <laughs> yeah, it looks very much Deadpool. And they give him a like bantery, sarcastic personality, and it's it feels like they're reaching to like I don't want to say keep up because I don't want to think that they're just trying to keep up with Marvel. But it does but it feel, feel like, like it. Yeah, they're like, well, he looks like Deadpool. Let's give him a Deadpool personality. But then they also threw in that he's the actual Adam Smasher's nephew or some shit. Yes. And his like, hmm? his uncle, who was the Adam Smasher before, is played by the Fonz, Henry Winkler. Yeah, that was weird. It was a nice little cameo. I liked having yeah. Henry Winkler in there, but it just... Hey. Yeah, they tried to give some backstory. And his part was like three seconds. He's like, be careful with my suit. It's vintage. <laughs> it's vintage. <laughs> Uh, so that was weird, but overall, I think I'd give this one like a two and a half because it was good. Like initially in the theaters, I'd probably say I gave it a four, 
But then I went home and thought about everything, and it went brought down to a two and a half. Out of five or a ten? Out of five. Okay, okay I was, I was like, damn. I was like, wow, that's no, 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 that's a downgrade. Okay, yeah. If we're go- <laughs> yeah, and I was, I was thinking, like, after thinking about it, I was thinking, like, maybe a five or six out of ten. Oh, five or six out of ten. Yeah, mid- so it's probably middle, around the range I was in. Middle yeah. of the road, yeah. Yeah. It's just, you know, again, beautifully shot. Looked cool. Had some great moments, like great cinematic moments. Mm-hmm. Story, though, had no bearing on anything for shit. And all we get is now Black Adam's just chilling in Egypt, watching over all of his people, Mm -hmm. which is cool. It's fine. Also, one thing that they adapted that I didn't think they would is there's a storyline in uh, Black Adam comics where he pretty well enough kills his own son for the power. Oh, yeah. Um, In this movie... His son ends up just getting killed because he gave up the power to his dad, which is the rock. But um, so they kind of adapted that story a bit. A little bit. Yeah. And it, and it was a nice little twist yeah. for like mid mid movie, I'd say it was probably. But just about. It, it was cool. I, uh, the rocks company, the rocks production company is one that handled a lot of the stuff. So they pretty mm. much invented a new technology for shooting the flying scenes um, in it. The Rock is pretty much on a platform. Like, um, imagine the robots in Tony Stark's lab. Yeah. He's basically on a robot arm like that, you know? And there's a a 3D environment virtually around him. So when he's flying, they're shooting that all together. So it's a different way of shooting a superhero flying, which they've never done before. And it looks cool. Looks great. It was great. But (laughs) it's all ruined by no story at all. No. There is a story that that doesn't that's not doing it justice. There is a story, but it just doesn't make sense unless they you know pull a Marvel and later they explain a whole bunch of shit for absolutely no reason. Right. So I'm sitting at two point five. You got a about a five. About a five. We did different denominations. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, two point five. Literally both half. Both half. So that's cool. I give it a fifty percent um, <laughs> on, on my Rotten Tomatoes. You know, uh, <laughs> you know the best part is that it wasn't totally just the rock being the rock. That I did appreciate because there was no moments of his silly sarcasm and his like I don't know, rock. We all know what the rock acts yeah. like, but he didn't really act like the rock in this. He just yeah, the, the <laughs> eyebrow. Um he didn't really the act eyebrow. like the rock in this, which is cool, but he he did play the other rock, which was pretty much the wrestling rock, yeah. Yeah. which is serious and stern the whole fucking time. Also, they address it, but don't. He, like, destroys walls all the time, and they're like, did they not have doors back then? He's like, yeah, hell else do you think we got into houses? Duh. <laughs> but he destroys every wall just coming into the rooms. Oh, my God. And it makes no sense. And the people who fucking save him... He basically obliterates their apartment. Oh, no. Like yeah. six times. Like Hawkman and Black Adam get into a fight in their apartment or whatever. And in my head, I'm just thinking they couldn't, like, especially, like, from the point of view from the from the family, like, they could have taken this outside. But then it doesn't show how strong they are. They can't destroy the apartment. After he's already busted out two walls? Yeah. Some bullshit. Gotta remind the folks, look, I'm just gonna destroy this apartment. Just because. Yeah. It's it's a movie I'd watch again. Like, I'd put it on at a party or something, you know? Mm -hmm. But I'm not sure I would ever sit down and just, like, enjoy it again. That's right. You know? I might. I don't know. Yeah. Probably depends on the day. 
Makes sense. I I really enjoyed the. There's the brother of the girl, the main girl in it. Oh yeah. The brother like finds out from Doctor Fate that he doesn't die from <laughs> from whatever's going on, and he's like, "Stay away from electricity." The guy's an electrician. Oh shit. <laughs> <laughs> and, and he's like in the middle of the street fighting zombies, and he's like, "Don't worry, I don't die from I die from electricity." And he's like fighting because he knows he's not gonna fucking die. Wow. Yeah. So that, that was a nice little touch. Oh yeah. But there's an awful lot of betrayal and evil in this fucking movie. Mm-hmm. And I'm down. I like it. So yeah, I think I think maybe that's all I got to say about Black Adam. Me too. Good on that one. Uh, yeah. All right. So let's move right along. Moving on. All right, kids, you've been waiting for it, and we're finally going to talk about it. It's Wakanda Forever. (sighs) I've been waiting for this. I know you guys have been waiting for this. It's a big deal. And this movie introduced one of my new favorite characters to come to the MCU. Is it a Tuma? It's not a Tuma! (laughs) Of course it's not. It's Namor. Or in this movie, Namor. Namor. I am a big fan of Namor now. All I knew about him was a little bit of his brief interactions in the comics. So, yeah, it's a whole. Was it was it the little ankle wings? Is that what won you over? The little of his little. That's totally what did it. Yeah. Yeah. No, I mean, I just really loved. Again, we're discovering that I actually do enjoy representation, which I didn't know I did. Mm -hmm. But to see like a badass Latino character come in there and just fuck shit up. Oh yeah, that was sweet. Uh, so I want to give, real quick, a brief overview about who Namor is, or Namor, you know, in this movie, um, before we get into our review, because I really like doing that. I like, you know, give you a little bit of education while I can. Doesn't he also have another name in the movie? Ta- ka- the, the tool. I don't fucking... His soldiers don't call him king or general. They call him Kukukan, the winged feathered god. There you go. <laughs> oh, no, it's the Feathered Serpent God. Yeah, that one. Which, by the way, M'Baku fucking stole I my heart I, in this movie. I fucking love okay. M'Baku. M'Baku was incredible. But yeah. we'll get to that. We need to learn about Namor first. Okay, so Namor, uh, also known as the Submariner, mm. is a fictional comic book character who came around <laughs> in 1939 in Marvel Comics. Wow. Yeah, I know, which is one or two, I can't remember, years earlier than Aquaman. Huh. Hey. So people try to tell you he's some kind of cheap Aquaman knockoff. Tell him to go fuck themselves. Because Aquaman <laughs> is a cheap Namor knockoff. Exactly. Uh, so he first appeared in Marvel Comics number one. Uh, but at that time, it was called Timely Comics. Mm. Yeah. And, ooh. Ooh, Timely. Mm. They wouldn't become Marvel for another few years. But Marvel Comics number one was, it, that's just what it was called. Um, so he was like a big front runner in the Golden Age. Along with, like, Captain America and the original Human Torch, who wasn't part of the Fantastic Four and stuff. Hmm. But his whole thing is that before they introduced, like, the X-Men and stuff, he had the wings, he had the super strength, he had all that stuff. They needed to explain some of it. So later when they brought up the X-Men, they were like, oh, well, retcon, Namor is now the first mutant. Hmm. Because he's... We saw in that movie, he's from the 15 fucking hundreds. Yeah. 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 And I think that's where they have his origin in the comics. So they're like, okay, well, he's the first mutant. And recently in the MCU with um, Ms. Marvel, they talked about mutants and mutation and stuff. So they kind of like led us into that. But I think Namor is kind of their way to... 
bring it all together. Yeah. You know? Because both both movies, both things had mutation in there. Mm -hmm. It was just a little bit. I mean, he Different. straight up said, I was a mutant, or I am a mutant. He said that in the movie. Yeah. Like, yeah. Straight up. So we're like, yep, yep. We yeah, see this yeah. <laughs> but the thing that I didn't appreciate is when he said that, we didn't get a... <laughs> <laughs> like, what oh, the fuck? so good. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so uh, he is the mutant son of a sea captain and a princess of the mythological undersea kingdom of Atlantis, which they changed that. They changed yeah. it. In this... Which I think is a good change, honestly. I love it because the yeah. idea that they took, they took like something we all know, like the Atlantis thing, mm -hmm. and they kind of flipped it on its head to incorporate another culture's whole yeah. deal. Like yeah. that's pretty neat. Yeah. Again, cool. representation like an actual cool. culture. Yeah, and not just a fake Atlantis. Yeah, and I was watching uh, TikTok earlier about how I guess some of the things in that mythology and everything they included in the MCU is like based on the mythology <clears throat> and things of that culture, right? In ridiculous ways, and apparently the so they talk about in that movie how a meteor of uh, vibranium, yeah, that's that struck Wakanda also had a piece dip off into the ocean. Had some pieces fall in the ocean. Exactly. And I guess where that fell in the ocean is also where an asteroid hit Earth in real life, um, which oh, is the yeah. one that helped cause the extinction of the dinosaurs. Yep. Evidently so. Mm. Yeah, I know. Isn't that kind of fun? Uh, there's not really much anymore I can tell you. I just wanted to tell you the very beginning origins of it and that they changed him from being not a mutant into a mutant later. Um he really hasn't had a steady thing. Mm. He is the anti-hero. He's like the first anti-hero I read somewhere else is like mm. before in comics, there wasn't really the anti-hero right. like archetype, but after Namor that started to be a thing uh, because his whole thing is, you know, don't fuck with the undersea life and I won't fuck with y'all. Mm -hmm. Kind of like justice leagues, Aquaman. Yes, exactly. Except for that Aquaman can much more easily be turned to be like, hey, we need your help. Oh, yeah. This Namor, it's like, hey, we need your help. And it it's threatening me? the ocean. There you go. Yeah. So he's more he's more just looking out for his people, mm -hmm. which is chill. It's cool. But he, he'd been doing it for like, what, 500 years? Yeah, something like that. Yeah. 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 But he also... In comics and stuff, he'll go along and fight with, he'll fight alongside the Avengers, the X-Men, uh, Inhumans, or whoever. But then sometimes he'll be their biggest enemy because something they have to do involves fighting in the ocean. So it really depends upon the day whether or not he's your friend. But that's just the important thing you need to know about his character as well as that his ego is gigantic in the comics. Like, fucking huge. Um, <laughs> fucking you as to where like four articles Yeesh. I checked out all say that that's like the main thing about his personality is his ego so you know I kind of got that impression from the movie too a little bit but he seemed a little more humble in the fact that he just wanted to help his people yeah, yeah. you know they really pushed that home which was cool with me but like yeah he ego yeah he got it yep anyways now that you know a little bit about Namor or Namor Namor let's get into the movie Let's get into the movie. Ah, uh, it fucking opens up with I was about to say Chadwick, but uh Black Panther's I mean, funeral procession. Yeah. 
Yeah. Well, it doesn't open up with a funeral procession. It opens up with Shuri trying to save his life, and then true, yeah. <sighs> Which, <sighs> God, even that. Mm-hmm. I, I was wondering this whole time, like pre Wakanda Forever coming out, how are they going to kill him off? Mm-hmm. And I think the way they did it was probably the best way possible. Oh yeah, like because it was like the same way he Chadwick had passed away, just hiding an illness until no one could save him. Yeah, it, it mirrored the real life. Like so much so that I've seen other like TikTokers and stuff be like, "How could they do that? That's fucked up." And then everybody shits on that TikToker, but good, you know, whatever. It's I think like, it was soups. I'm and it's I'm also sure. like I don't think they would have done it without the permission of the family too. Oh yeah, I I, I would bet. And yeah. it's like it kind of this whole movie not only was about the grief of the characters, mm-hmm. but the actual actors because working on a project that long together, you, I I imagine you'd become very much like family. Yeah. You know? So, I think it was a fitting tribute. The whole movie is a very fitting tribute. Yeah. And it's... Even before they get to uh, trying to save him, they do the normal... Well, they don't do a normal Marvel... The moment of silence. Uh, yeah. That's the, what yeah. it was. Because the in intro. The, yeah, in yeah, the intro, they the normally Marvel blast mo- music, but it bum, was a moment of silence. Bum, 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 bum. They mm-hmm. normally do that, but, 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 but it was all just... Uh, all Black Panther scenes going through the Marvel logo. And I was like, no. Yeah, that must hold back tears. I didn't think a moment of silence would make me so sad. Right. But I also appreciated how like obvious it was that that was a moment of silence. Oh, yeah. Like it was obvious, like very much like everybody in the theater was quiet and it just had that like, you know, sort of reverence just like wash over everyone as we watch like images of Chadwick and you know Black Panther and um, T'Challa you know Mm -hmm. on the screen it was actually a really cool way of doing that I think so good on them and the purple too because it's normally all red yeah it was purple and I was like oh that's good oh yeah it was very satisfying Mm -hmm. wasn't it Mm -hmm. (sighs) um so story-wise there's some things that are mirrored in here because they they go to get um, we're, we're, I'm just gonna big massive spoiler spoilers 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 if you're listening to the show you know um, <laughs> but pretty well enough the the world is looking for more vibranium they're finding it on the ocean floor which was pisses off Namor but the machine that they use to detect it was created by Riri Williams so they go hunting her down which is how we get Ironheart in on the MCU. Yeah. But when they go to get her, it very much mirrors the scene where Tony Stark goes to get Spider-Man in Civil War. Yeah. Oh. I didn't think about that until just now. And I was like, oh, yep. Yeah, I didn't. There it is. Yep. The scenes are very close. And there's a couple of moments in there that I like thought about later. And I was like, hmm. One of them is that she said to be young, black, and talented. Uh-huh. Am I right? Which is a line from Chadwick Boseman from accepting an award for the first Black Panther movie. Oh, hmm. really? Yeah. Wow. That one I was like, oh, shit. Deep cut. And then when they go to take her, she's wielding a, a little personal heater like from her room <laughs> oh, yeah. against them because she's like scared that they're going to hurt her. And they're like, you're not going to need your heater. Which I... No, yeah. she's You're not going to need your heater. And the 
the whole thing of how they eventually, let's say, neutralize Namor is pretty well enough. They cooked him. Oh, the foreshadowing <laughs> there. That's right. I didn't, I didn't even... I don't even remember. I that didn't line. think about that. Yeah, because they're they're teasing her because she grabbed her big old heater <laughs> and she was gonna like throw it at them and it's like where we're going, you won't need that or something like that. I, don't I think for me, it but... just got overshadowed by Riri calling. Uh, oh, what's the woman's name? The Dormology General. Oh, I don't remember that one. Is that Nakia? No, Nakia is the girl. No, no uh, uh, interest. oh my god, uh, her name starts with an O. Maybe fuck. I don't, I don't know. There's so many names. That are There's hard. so many names. But Riri just calling her Ashy. I was like, <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, that was so good. <laughs> There's a oh, lot of dude. really good humor in a, there. Another scene that they mirrored pretty fucking awesomely, and I leaned over to Shawnee and I, I said it right before it happened, was uh, the moment where they go back to uh, Riri's garage and she gets her suit and busts out of there. I was like, hey, remember that scene in Iron Man where he has his first suit and they have to bust out of that cave? Just, just watch. <laughs> And sure as shit, it was beat for beat. They start guns a-blazing, and she <laughs> flies out of there. Yep. Which was sick. And when you consider, like, what all had to go into that. Okoye. Sorry. That's Okoye. Okoye. I was Thank like, you. it starts with an O. Anyway, continue. <laughs> it was good. Um, when you consider that Tony Stark built this in a cave. Yeah, exactly. With a box of scraps. Mm-hmm. Yes. And since that... No one has been able to replicate the technology. Not even mm-hmm. Hammer. He had to steal one of his suits in order to make it work. Yeah. Um. So the world has been trying to make an Iron Man suit, and this little college student was able to make one with a box of scraps. Basically. <laughs> and she made a fucking vibranium detector with boxes of scraps. Exactly. And that's another thing I liked about the, uh, the whole them having to track her down is she's like, yeah, I just built that for project i built it for a science fair project or something like that no it was like a midterm yeah. project or something my professor like that. said i couldn't my professor so i did said, yeah which is the best attitude i love that oh, attitude yeah. of like you said i couldn't i'll show you bitch mm-hmm. and she did uh fantastic and while we're still on ironheart oh that last the the ironheart suit she <sighs> makes is so cool yeah i loved it some people have some complaints on the internet but man I think it's a lot of fun. I feel like it was a little cartoony, though. Yeah, it felt very the CGI was kind of to me. CGI was kind of off on the like it was. It was cool. I definitely super enjoyed it because it it felt very unique. Like it was her own thing for sure. And I know that when they implement her more in the future, she's going to have updated suit designs and yada yada. But like looking at it, I straight up like my first thought was Power Rangers. Like, (laughs) (laughs) which I've been hearing that a lot. And I was like, wait, no, that's more like Mega Man. Mega Man, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I really enjoyed them like showing the difference between her suit and Tony's suit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, that definitely was a big deal to me. I thought because haters are always immediately going to be like, I'm just copying Iron Man, which I mean, well, I mean, in comics, she's her, that's her idea. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. She's like trying to be like him. Mm-hmm. Uh, he wasn't in this movie, but I imagine they might, this is just speculation, but I think they're going to bring in a Tony Stark AI. Uh, to kind of mentor her because that's oh, what happens in comics, mm-hmm. right? And that's how we get Robert Downey Jr. back in. For yeah, at least but a, just as like a voice. You yeah, know? a voice or his in the comics, he's like a full generated hologram and shit. Oh. Yeah, and I think the AI actually gives her the name Ironheart. Huh. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, it's pretty dope. That's I don't super even, cool. She doesn't have the name Ironheart in that, does she? She no. doesn't say Ironheart not once. Mm-mm. Just Riri. Just yeah. Riri. Yeah, but I I definitely enjoyed it. I also. 
I have mixed feelings on the Midnight Angels suits. Really? I was talking to my girlfriend about it um, on the way back because I had pulled up um, the reference to the comics. And then somebody had like on social media, they posted uh, like close ups of the costumes because they put them out on display. Um, And it's really comic book accurate. But this is like one of the few times when I'm like, maybe comic book accuracy wasn't the direction to go because it it also felt more like every time i looked at them i just thought of like alien you know like the alien franchise and it which is weird right i I thought you meant like aliens as in like you know aliens in general that too like it felt very like uh i guess just a, a little out of place in comparison but like looking at what they had done with that design versus the actual comic book reference. They did a really, really incredible job. That's, like, that's what I loved about it mm-hmm. as, as a whole. I, I like the midnight angels thing. Yeah. I dig that. They went with comic book accuracy. It kind of reeks of a DC moment there where it's like trying to throw too much in. Yeah. yeah. But it was a solid mislead. When in the beginning, they've got the one Dormelage with the uh, knives, knives that yeah. they made for her and stuff. And for a minute, it had my brain going, oh, so is she, they're going to try and put her in the Black Panther suit or like what's going on? Hmm. You know, so I thought that was a solid mislead, but it's really just kind of showing the specialization mm-hmm. of those warriors as to the culture. But I, I get what you mean. Like it does kind of throw off with those costumes. They yeah. are, I don't know. Yeah. They just. I feel like from a like costume designer perspective, when I look at that, it just screams cosplay me. Like I know it's weird, <laughs> but like as a cosplayer and costume designer, I'm looking at this and I'm like, I feel like they're just begging for cosplayers to make this design, which isn't necessarily a bad thing. It just it seems a little off putting for what Marvel has done in the past. Or, like, mm. the stuff that Marvel has done in the past, especially, like, you know, Black Panther suit. Not saying that people haven't and made in literally incredible, awesome costumes of that. I just feel like they weren't as costumey, if that makes yeah. sense. Um, those ones just looked a little, like, bulky. And, like, the little chess pieces kind of looked like they were made out of, like, foam from the craft store. <laughs> you know, they I looked a little that. clunky. They looked a little clunky. But... They're still really cool. And looking at them close up, like the the detailing and whatever, that was really cool. But I also feel like maybe it was just a lot to like chew in regards to new suits for everybody. Because yeah. Ironheart gets a new, like Ironheart has her design. And then there's the Midnight Angels. And then, of course, Shuri, like mm-hmm. all of these new costumes that are just getting shoved down our throats. And it's like, oh, this is a lot. And like, yeah, girl power. But oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> but also, I mean, they could have. There's been um, the presence of the Dormelage in um, uh, Falcon Winter Soldier. Yeah. Yeah. They could have done something in that regard, like yeah. to kind of introduce, maybe like show those suits in the background or something, mm-hmm. uh, make a reference of some sort, like we're putting together a special team of or whatever. But it was just a lot to get. It's it's probably the only thing I think um, to be the too much. Yeah. In that movie was just like you could have saved that for a yeah. later film or yeah. something. Mm-hmm. But they were pretty like instrumental in the victory. They were. But all but it's also like in the very in the beginning of the film, uh Shuri kind of introduces it, shows it to Okoye and be like, Hey, what do you think of this? And 
Okoye thinks it's ugly. Yeah, that's something yeah. that I thought was <laughs> I did. I did point that out to my girlfriend. I was like, you know, I agreed with Okoye the whole time. And she was like, I, I don't like it. No, 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 no. And then they wear it and she's just like. So, like, <laughs> it could have been like in Iron Man 1 thing where Rhodey is looking at the suit and be like, next, next time. time. Yeah, that's that's kind of yeah. what I thought they were going to do. Yeah. It's just like that next time thing. Maybe they get in the next movie or mm-hmm. or something. But the bright side on this one is that they did. They introduced that new thing. And it is clunky. And they're going to hear feedback on that. Yeah. So maybe the next movie they've got, you know, the Mark II or whatever. And maybe they refine it a little bit. And it's also a thing that I have to remind myself every time I think about this movie is the fact that not only were they dealing with Chadwick's death, so they had to change, like, the entire movie, basically. Immediately. Um, Mm -hmm. Because I feel like introducing them wouldn't have been too much if... Chadwick was still there. If it was still T'Challa, if they didn't have to tackle, if they didn't have that to tackle that, thing. as yeah. well as introducing the Midnight Angels, but like because they had to, it kind of felt like a little too much. But they were like, "Well, we got the costumes, and we already had this plan, so we might as well do it." Um, yeah, for but, sure. And uh, something that also I noticed um, watching the movie was the choreography was off to me really yeah it, it just felt weird and then uh katie pointed out on you know the drive back she was like they filmed this during covid remember that mm. uh, they filmed yeah. it during covid so their choreography was it felt a little weird because it felt it literally felt like everyone was too far apart from each other mm. and i pointed out and she was like babe it was during because COVID," and i was like oh you know that I makes don't... sense because everybody's using pull arms and like distanced fighting and stuff and there's not really a whole there is some like close-up yeah, stuff but few, not but... a lot and it felt weird because i was like i kind of feel like everybody's just kind of like standing there and just like <laughs> ah, you know like just kind of fighting at like arms reach away and i was like oh duh yeah duh it's covid <laughs> i'm gonna need to i'm gonna need to pay attention to that closer because i yeah. honestly I, the fighting scenes and stuff i love yeah it felt yeah. good like, to me i i love them too but it still kind of felt just not as like involved i suppose yeah compared to other like marvel stuff and that like realization just kind of made it snap in my mind where i was like oh that's right oh, shit. okay mm. they're doing it during covid um also and- with did you guys see the like leaked photos, leaked photos of Ironheart's first suit? No. No. So there was maybe Google it or something, but there was they leaked a picture of like what her I'll call it her cave suit, like that she built in a cave out of scraps. Uh and the one that they leaked looks nothing like what she flies out of the garage in. Because it's got like a full face mask. It's got like a full suit of armor. Um I think that was a leaked image for oh, a mislead. was it? Yeah, hmm. I see it. It does look like a full suit of armor. Oh, yeah. Right? So I think that's another clever mislead, and Marvel's getting <laughs> real fucking good at that because they know we're going to pick apart that shit. Mm-hmm. But that was cool. And on the subject of her armor, isn't that kind of fucked that they're like, here's this super sweet armor. We know you designed it and gave us the tech, but you got to leave it here for Wanda. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, that was fucked. I mean, yeah. she built it there in Wakanda, so it's mostly their materials. Yes, it, it, it's their materials, but her idea. It's her fucking intellectual property. I think, you know, they want to, in the end of the first movie, they're like, yeah, we kind of want to help the world and reintroduce ourselves to the world. But then they have the opportunity to unleash a brand new hero with amazing tech and backpedal. 
Like, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I mean, it's not like she can't make another one. It's well, true. they can't make she can't make another one using the technology. Good point. She can't key. use the vibranium. And I feel like that they, I mean, to their credit. She was the one who created the fucking machine that caused all the problems in the first place. Mm, And so having the suit leave, because literally the reason that that like her little midterm project, she didn't know it was actually being used because it was stolen from her. So in their mind, I would imagine them being like, we don't want her to get that shit stolen again and have it in the wrong hands. So leave it here. Yeah. Having an iron, like a vibranium Iron Man suit. Yeah. Out in the wild, because there's already Iron Man tech out there, and people have been trying to impersonate it anyway. So I, I agree that being like, no, 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 you leave that shit here. And Plus, like, okay, all right. She got her dad's char- Challenger charger back. I think it was a charger. Yeah, I like a Dodge Charger. I don't car much. Yeah. So you know, I kind of car, but yeah, it, it was a classic. After car. seeing that. Her suit made a lot more sense to me because of how, like, it was designed. It was a neat little design idea. It kind of looks like a car. Like, it looks a little bit like a Transformer. Huh. You know yeah. what I mean? You're right. Yeah. It does very it's much very, look like, like a Transformer. It's very, like, automotive in, like, shape. And Autobots. I was like, that's actually really cool. Yeah. So that was neat because yeah. she said that that's how she learned how to put shit together was because she worked on cars with her dad. That's so, cool. But then to have Shuri say, like, that they scoured that entire, like, river, lake area for every single part. For it to be original, yeah, that's a. Uh, In the back of my mind, I'm like, did you really? <laughs> well, I mean, I know they could. I mean, easily with Wakanda's wealth, they could have just found the exact same car on Auto Trader and mm-hmm. right got the same <laughs> car and just buffed it. You yeah, know, like, like, yeah, that's yeah. what I would have done. Yeah, like this is a '67. I had a '66. Uh, yeah, it aged. It's one year older. <laughs> in the ocean or in the river, it aged. Yep. Sorry about that. Perfect. Uh, Mbaku. Mbaku. Oh, what a character development! He is such a good character. He's incredible. I loved him in the first movie. In the second movie, I only <laughs> loved him more. I, I think that's a character they need to keep going on with. Oh yes. He's just like in that moment when he comes in and he's like, "Oh, the border was breached," and they're like, "Oh yeah, we'll go fuck yourself." And he calls the other one a bald-headed demon. Yeah. <laughs> From the get, he's great. He's awesome. I adore him so much. But I also love my my big strong dumbs like the the himbo. himbos. He's very himbo. Himbo? Yeah. You the don't know what a himbo fuck is? Fuck is a himbo? Des. Oh my god. Des. Got some oh, learning to do. You don't know what a himbo is? No, it sounds like it's an insult. No, no. it's okay. So maybe kind of. <laughs> <laughs> No, maybe kind of. So there is there is a a balance in what makes a character a himbo. Okay. okay? So they got to be dumb. They got to be strong and they got to be nice. Did you find or did you show uh, the graph? You're showing yep. them the graph. So they have to be kind, they have to be strong, and they have to be stupid. All right? And it has to be a perfect balance of those three otherwise that's not the a himbo. the a himbo. Um so, for example, like a good himbo example would be Kronk. Yep. From the yeah, yeah, that was in your <laughs> Big, strong, stupid, so but really nice and like wholesome. Um, and that's just kind of like the character trope. And that's a trope that you see in a lot. You know, the big, strong, oh, yeah. dumb, nice guy, like the so, big teddy bear who's kind of stupid. There's a lot of big dumbs. So it's the nice that really It's like... the nice that makes a himbo. Because yeah. oh, there's lots okay. of big dumbs, but that doesn't mean he's a himbo. Which is weird because you see... 
in the first film, you kind of have a distaste for him because yeah. he comes in almost like a villain. He's kind of yeah. bitter. He's yeah. like a secondary villain. Because uh-huh. he's like, his villain should be the ruler of Wakanda. Yeah. Exactly. But, I mean, established in the Civil War movie, you don't have to be king or ruler of Wakanda to be the Black Panther. Yeah. yeah. So there was no one there on challenge day for mbaku nope so he just jumped up and he was like hey who wants to challenge me and then it cut so we never saw who fought him exactly mm-hmm. so oh, yeah i do mm-hmm. think that uh, they're probably going to work him in to be the king which that here's would the be interesting biggest spoiler of the whole film real quick <gasps> at the mid-credit scene we <gasps> introduced oh my God. to t'challa's son and number one that kid is fucking adorable he was yeah. so cute whoever cast that kid okay good on you i just have to say though there was a moment where like i don't know if it was because i was tuning out because i was tired but it looked like his voice didn't sync with his lips for a second and i was like what is happening maybe <laughs> for like huh. yeah i didn't catch that i, I don't know it oh, was that's weird I was one like, more thing i wanted to point out anyway. with black adam too is that a lot of the voice lines looked like they were 80 yard really yeah damn mm. Mm. It's like, it, there's probably just like a too much set noise or whatever. But in Black Adam, it really looked like they just shot it and then had the actors go in the studio and redo their lines. Oof. Like, that's, that's not good. Rough. But anyway. Anyway. The anyway. kid was great. He was adorable. We found out T'Challa has the son. Yes. And that, and along with the M'Baku thing, makes me think we're going to get a Lion King kind of a plot oh. going on where he's going to come back and he like, this is my throne, motherfucker. Mm-hmm. Or M'Baku. You know? And that would be dope because then we got M'Baku who is Scar, you know, <laughs> which is cool. But I don't want M'Baku to be a bad guy. I don't either. I think it'd be great if he was more like a mentor for little T'Challa Jr. That would be sweet too. Yeah. But also, I mean, it, it could go in an interesting way. Make us love M'Baku. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And then... He flips, <gasps> kind of becomes a dickhead, no. and he's got to get taken down. He gets, down. Resen- no, he gets resentful. <laughs> they get, they, he gets taken down by the new T'Challa, which that... I cry. Them just making... So he's his son's name is T'Challa as well. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, T'Challa Jr. the second. And that kind of solves one of my problems that the MCU bringing together the X-Men and everything, mm. it solves that problem for me. Because there was a T'Challa in there? Or... No, no, because in the comics, T'Challa marries Storm of the X Men. Oh yeah. Uh... So now they don't have any X Men. Who knows what her age is going to be when she comes in? Yeah. Uh... And they've got this kid T'Challa. Oh, there we go. So they could set that up. So in the future, exactly. They fixed it. They're like, here, we'll just here's a mini me, and he'll grow up to be a bigger T'Challa. We don't have to rewrite anything because it's exactly. still T'Challa. And. I mean, that totally could not be the way they're going. That's just my hopeful I think little that brain. Would be great, that would be honestly. cool. Yeah. <laughs> I would love that. But, That'd you know, that's, that's just where I'm at on that. Yeah. Also, I really, really loved all the imagery underwater. Mm-hmm. Oh, cool. man. They had the whales flipping everybody up on their tails to get them into battle and shit. Yeah. That was, that was cool. Sick. And everything underwater looked so much like more believable and, I don't know, real. <laughs> Yeah. Then, then like in Aquaman and stuff, yeah. when uh-huh. you watch it in Aquaman, like for some reason, Snyderverse is like all dark, broody, and urgh. but then you get underwater and it's like, under the sea, under the sea, under the sea. Yeah. With, I feel like with Aquaman, there wasn't, there wasn't any connection between the people in the water. It just kind of felt like they had 
just had a bunch of people in zero gravity, like, yeah. you know, bouncing around and it didn't really look like they were underwater despite all the bubbles and whatever other effects they tried <laughs> to put in. Um, but with this one, like, you can see, like, the way that the light dispersed and, mm-hmm. like, the, the way that, like, not only the people moved, but, like, every object around them kind of interacted and flowed and moved around. It looked really authentic. It was really cool. A lot of attention to detail in that way. I mean, where they may have, like, lost out on a little bit of the CGI with Ironheart, they, I think they definitely took their time with all the stuff underwater. Oh, yeah. It it looked awesome. And the way that they, like, did the whole, I don't know, just everything from, like, how people uh, communicated under the water, like, how people moved around their methods of transportation, crops that they grew and harvested, Mm -hmm. like, all of that stuff was really, really well done. I really liked that a lot. So, and they did a really good job just storytelling-wise, making it, like, obviously, I forgot the place, that what is it called? Talokan. Talokan was just a narrative foil of um, Wakanda. Like, it's the same thing, basically. Same, same, but different. Same, same, but different. (laughs) <laughs> and they established that the people of Talokan have had vibranium yeah. mm-hmm. this whole time. And they thought, you know, Wakanda was the only place with vibranium. That's important. Mm-hmm. And it's a, it's going to come in a lot. Yeah. But it's still really good. And, like, I don't know. There, there are a lot of really good moments in that movie. There were some things that I wish that they had a different direction for. But I don't know the comics super well. So, like, like for example, there's there was some... Things I feel like weren't followed followed up on, like when those warriors were supposedly like taken fatal blows by Okoye, and oh, they yeah. got up as if nothing had happened, and she had said that she was like they like I gave them mortal wounds, and they got up and left like it was nothing, and I was well, honestly because I don't. I didn't know anything about Namor or Talokan or anything like that. Any of anything about these people. I thought there was going to be some cool, like either undead sort of vibe or like a mortal sort of vibe where they have healing powers or something like that. I was expecting something of that sort because they had, it was important enough for her to address that fact that she thought they had died and they got up and walked away and it was never touched on again. They, they did. Did they? They kind of did. How? I'm going to give you a kind of. So, the vibranium asteroid that hits, right? Yes. And that starts affecting their crops. They have their own version of the heart-shaped herb uh-huh. that they took, and that's what mutated the people to make their skin blue and everything, uh-huh. but also gave them those ridiculous powers. Oh. And why Namor is different is because his mom had the powers and stuff, uh-huh. and he's got those powers, plus he's a mutant with the winged feet. Yeah. So he's like the top dog god man. Yeah. But they've all got those powers of super strength and the water healing them. So it's it's briefly, it's like it's a blink and you miss it kind of thing. But it, it's like okay. super briefly. And he explains that the water is like helps him survive. Like he okay. doesn't need it. Because it, I like I gathered that much, but I feel like it was such a weirdly like important point that wasn't fully addressed that that is something that like heals the people or like that is what brings the people back is that herb like it it was just kind of like a yeah turn them blue and they go underwater and stuff and they have like you know they're they're just not human and that's it and then it just kind of it felt a little misleading with how important that line was about like oh they got back up despite this and i was like oh cool then like maybe we're gonna see that in fight like in combat and whatnot like people are gonna get knocked down and they're gonna climb back up again and that didn't happen and i was a little like oh (laughs) yeah (laughs) okay they they probably should have stressed more about their version of the heart shape urban stuff Yeah. yeah because it is a quick little moment but 
yeah it's, it's just not stressed enough i don't think yeah because so. like it it i i feel like i understood just a little bit of it and then oh well it was still really good though um and I, I don't know. I, it set up this like idea in my mind that I was just building up. Cause you know, like you do when you're watching a movie and you're trying mm-hmm. to predict stuff. I was like, what if like the reason he has, you know, more, uh, warriors than they have blades of grass. Like he had said, yeah. like is because his people are like of the undead sort. Like they don't die, Ooh. which is why he has so many people over the 500 years. Well, he did say that, well, he's been alive since the 1500s, yeah. so, so he, I'd imagine that does grant them long life. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I mean, his mom was killed, so that's why she dies. She It said that she died of a broken heart. That's oh, what he I said. Oh, I thought she died of him childbirthing. No. She, no. She oh, no, because he's missed, a kid when yeah, she dies. Yeah, he's a kid yeah. when she dies, and she says that she was also, so homesick, him, she died of a broken heart. But also took him, it takes him forever to age, too, so him being a kid kind of means nothing. Also, when, when he goes up on land to bury his mom or you know yeah and he sees like the spanish conquistadors coming to raid the land and all that that's a nice touch that oh was yeah good. that's pretty that was good cool. that was good i love that yeah because i mean again just narrative foils of like wakanda and you know that that versus uh talo khan yeah. <laughs> i keep forgetting the name i'm like talo khan <laughs> Uh, I'm so bad, but it was it was a really nice touch, and another that brings me to another thing that I really liked. The most striking jaw dropping moment for me in that entire okay. movie was seeing Killmonger in her dream. Oh, that oh fucked God. me. I was like, oh, just out loud. Everyone was like, oh. the whole theater was did a gasp. <laughs> it was insane. It was a big gasp. It yeah. was so good because at first I was confused. I was like, okay, well, you know, we all expect it's going to be T'Challa or her mom or something like mm-hmm. that. And, and then, but normally no. it's at least when we saw it in Black Panther, it was like out in the like African field. Yeah. yeah. And the other panthers were hanging out in the trees. Yeah, but there were no other panthers. There was just the throne room. She actually, important thing, she came up out of the hole that her mother drowned in. Yeah. I did notice that. Yeah. Like, she climbed out of that and then was in the throne room. Oh, yeah. By the way, mom dies. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Mom dies. Um, (laughs) Which, by the way, Angela Bassett deserves some kind of big ass. Holy shit. She did so good. So good. Incredible. This movie needs to win i don't know all the oscars or whatever they need to win they some fucking something. awards yeah. yeah this movie was well done yeah um it was incredible but seeing fucking michael b jordan in that throne Ooh. just talking and the whole thing of like are you as noble as your brother or as you as, are you gonna get shit done yeah are you gonna get shit done that was like so out of all of shuri's arc though she did have like a you know good she story arc. she had a good story um that was like the most powerful moment i feel like for me in the entire movie was the fact that it's like are you like what kind of panther are you going to be mm-hmm. I, I i'm i i say that's a second for me because i there was i have a better first and it's again mirroring something from a past film um in the final fight scene with her and namor there's a moment where she can kill him Mm-hmm. She can take him right there. Mm-hmm. And she hears her mom's voice saying, show him who you are, which is from the first movie, um, the first Black Panther, when the Black Panther's about to fucking get his ass kicked by M'Baku. And she says, show him who you are and beats him down oh. and beats M'Baku. Hmm. Yeah. So that was a big moment. That one gave me actual chills. I got goosebumps I when it happened. I forgot about that. That yeah, was me too. A, that's a good... 
And that's when okay. she decides to let him live. And then she mirrors his line from Civil War, mm-hmm. which is, vengeance has consumed us. I'm <laughs> done letting it consume me. Yeah. Yeah. So that, again, gave me chills. It like, oh, I'm actually getting goosebumps thinking about it right now. <laughs> um, that was a good moment. But it, it was a great moment. The, the only complaint, though, about that last fight seemed a little anticlimactic. It yeah. was. I, I would have enjoyed a much bigger brawl out of that, but I get it. Like you've got a super powered motherfucker and she's got to take him out as fast as possible mm-hmm. because he ripped a helicopter flying out of the sky, yep. threw it into the ocean. Yep. Like he's strong. He's going to fuck shit up. I understand she has super strength too, but got to get that fight over. She's, yeah, she's had super strength for a total of like four hours. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And he's, had, he's got 500 years on her. <laughs> 500 years of Especially experience. like combat experience too. Yeah, that uh-huh. too. So, I mean, she's a genius. She's like a super genius in, in this show. But that's yeah. why I think that that's why she went with the strategy she did is yeah. she knows she has to get the fight over fast. Yeah. So, yes, a little anticlimactic, but I think logically makes sense for not only a character, but like you said, shooting during COVID, they can't really have much of a, yeah. you know, fisticuffs brawl. Yeah. So. I mean, the actor or the actress for sure is unfortunately an anti-masker, anti-vaxxer. So. Yeah, I saw that. That was unfortunate. And then she got into, I think, a motorcycle accident during shooting. Oh, so that delayed it by Did like she? four months. Oh, jeez. Yeah. She was riding a motorcycle during the police chase scene in the beginning. Yeah. Oh. Maybe so that's that, when it happened. That then. probably did it. Yeah. Yeah. So she, she, yeah, but it's whatever. I'm not going to get political or anything. You know, it was kind of cool to see Namor get literally cooked. Yeah. Oh, yeah, they quizzed him. <laughs> and they, she snipped his fucking ankle oh wing. Oh, my she God, yeah. Which, how long does that take to grow back? I don't know, but that you was gnarly. We're going to find out. Also, can we talk about how Namor flies? Because I, it was so... I'm going to say weird. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It was a little silly. It, it's silly, yes. But when you look at comics, he just kind of flies like everybody else, you know? Yeah. But he's got a different way, a different means of propulsion. Mm-hmm. So them having him kind of like jump and bound through the air made sense. It looks a little silly. Mm-hmm. But I think it made sense. And it yeah. was it was like a powerful thing of like, this sets this character apart. Think of how we can strategically use this in the future. Yeah. 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 Absolutely. Like, I... I thought it was fine. Um, my girlfriend the entire time was giggling. Every fucking time it showed Namor's <laughs> little ankles, she would just start giggling. And like the guy who was sitting next to me, who wasn't part of our group, yeah. just kept like looking over. I was like, babe, shut up, babe, shut up. And she would just be like, <laughs> like what? Well, it's his it's his natural his Guatemalanness, his natural heat. You yeah, know what I'm saying? He bounces like, yeah. around some, with that rhythm. Some cap capoeira like fighting very, style very capoeira yes <laughs> it was awesome uh, but i thought it was like i didn't think it was cool but i enjoyed it because it made sense you know yeah. it definitely felt yeah. like that was well i thought it was cool it was, and silly it was believable <laughs> and like as much as it could be believable. as much as ankle wings can be believable yeah. mm-hmm. it was believable yeah 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 because so, they were having it bounce around and stuff so yeah but yeah Oh man! I think is that I think. Do we have any more to say? Like maybe let's give it a rating. Uh, out of how about uh, five heart shaped herbs? How many heart shaped herbs do you give it? Let's say four. Four four yeah. heart shaped herbs. Um, I don't know because it's one of those movies where like after I had watched it, I felt kind of meh. 
But then the more I think about it, that's the more I like it. So it's like the opposite, opposite of you of Black, Black Adam. Adam. <laughs> so I'm like, I don't know. Like when I walked out of that theater, it was like maybe like three heart-shaped herbs. And I guess now it's a little bit more like three and a half, like okay. maybe four. I like it. Yeah. I, I'm going four and a half heart-shaped herbs. All right. Because leaving, leaving that theater, I was like... Uh, just like it took a breath just like mm-hmm. uh, so much about what Connor forever was such a mystery and what it would do to the universe and how it would set things up and i feel like everything was handled the way it should have been like it was handled in a very cool way it was a good tribute to chadwick mm-hmm. overall yeah. i was satisfied yeah and then after i again once i had time to think about it like you said it all it got better for me. Yeah. And I even left there at a four and it went up to 4.5, you know? There you go. So anyways, we got a solid maybe four overall for the Overall movie. four. Yeah. Point is, go see Wakanda forever. If you Do it right now. Do it. Also, Shuri's costume was really cool. I, oh, I did love of- Shuri's oh, yeah. costume. The combination of gold and silver was like nice because it's like both Killmonger, Killmonger and, and yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Very cool. Anyway. But you know what we did get to see a little bit of before we got to see uh, Black Panther? Like the, balls. The thirty-minute trailers of everything else that happened. The reason why I don't like to go to movies on time. I thought it was just because you can't work a clock. I mean that too. Ah, but there was one good thing we got to see, which was the Ant Man Quantum Manium trailer. I think it's called Quantum Manium trailer. Trailer. Yes, I am so stoked on that. We can't really. There's not much to get into on it, but it looks like madness. It looks visually stunning. Yes. It's going to be kind of It's going to be CGI City, though. Oh, yeah. Definitely CGI City. But what we got from that is that we're going into Quantum Realm, and they are going to bring in Kang the Conqueror in the form we know him mm-hmm. as, um, which is important. It's going to be cool looking. And the all the technology they had in that realm or whatever, very much... Looked like the technology that um, Ms. Marvel had on her uh, bracelet thing. And then the Ten Rings of Shang-Chi. Mm-hmm. And both of them sent out a signal and stuff. So my thought is that that's the signal that's coming from the quantum realm that sucks them in in the beginning could, of the trailer. Yeah. So that's all I've got on that. It's just there's a lot of things that could come into play with Quantumania. It's one of those that is like <clears throat> very much like Wakanda Forever where so much kind of hinges on it mm-hmm. that I'm excited to see where it goes. And right. like the, they recast to age up Cassie Lang, mm-hmm. the daughter mm-hmm. in this. And it looks fine. looks like a fine recasting. And I have no idea about her character, but you know, yeah. stoked to see where it all goes. Oh yeah. What is like, does she have, is she like aunt girl or something? Do you I know what her? Uh, someone Google it. I don't remember what she's called. Larva lady? I don't know. It's like, <laughs> oh man, she has a she has a superhero name. I just can't remember what it Her is. A little purple suit. Yeah. I don't know. I, honestly, I'll be I'll be straight with y'all. Uh, when I was watching that, I was just I felt like I was eight huh. years old watching the trailer for the Spy Kids Game Over. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's exactly that's all how I, I felt, felt. <laughs> with this colored suits. And like the crazy CGI worlds. I was and waiting all of for these, Sylvester like, Stallone to pop yeah, up. Same. Put on these glasses, you'll be transported into the world. Yeah. <laughs> yeah exactly. Apparently, Ant Girl's name is Stature. Stature. That's what it is. Yeah. Okay. So who knows if that's what they're going to go with, but you know, they now have a trio. 
of them being all fun and stuff. The ant family. Ant the fam. ant fam. Love it. Uh, so look out for that. You know? I'm I'm excited for that. Literally comes out the day before Shawnee's birthday. Nice. Yeah. So that's gonna be cool. Mm-hmm. And then you have a comic book recommendation. Oh, I do. It's oh, a comic book corner with Dez. Comic book corner. I've comic been kind of broke, so I haven't been able to afford any. That's okay. Yeah, I went and got comics for the first time in a while, and I fucking knew I shouldn't have, because I got comics for the first time in a while, and I overdrafted. Mm. Of course. I hate when that happens. Um, But solid recommend real quick. Uh, It's called Quick Stops. Uh, It's based in the View Askew universe, which includes Jay and Silent Bob, Dogma, (laughs) Clerks, all that kind of stuff. Uh, oh, that's dope. The cover is Blunt Man and Chronic from that universe. <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> and from what I understand of these, they're an anthology series that are going to kind of tie up loose ends and explain little things throughout the Viewisk universe. So if you're into that stuff, definitely worth looking into because it's got some good funny lines in there. Ben Affleck's character, Holden McNeil, is in this one. And he, uh, they give him a daredevil mask to hide his identity uh, at one point, which is a nice little reference and nod. Uh, the whole thing is just full of references to the Viewers universe, and I'm just enjoying myself. This is the first issue came out in November. Obviously, it's going to come out monthly. But Woo. yeah, check out Quick Stops. <laughs> <laughs> you got to the balls. Got to the balls. There's balls on like literally the third page. <laughs> Nice. It's great. Incredible. Holding my balls. <laughs> uh, yeah, so quick stops. Check it out. It's from Dark Horse Comics. What's next, kids? Um, oh, I'm sorry. I'm reading. Um, Wait, real quick. Oh, this wasn't on the quick. thing, but you said Dark Horse, and I don't think we said anything about this since then, but um, season two for Sandman was officially... I thought we did so. Did we say that? The- Oh, was, yeah, we did. Yeah, we talked we did. about it with Okay, Alicia. cool. It's been a minute, so I was like, yeah, wait, we Dark ta- Horse. We talked about it with your new best friend. With my new best friend. That's right. Yeah. Right. Anyway, mm-hmm. sorry. Mm-hmm. Moving on. <laughs> Anyways, moving on. Um, We got some casting news. Yeah. With one of our favorite shows that won't be our favorite show anymore. <sighs> at, least, at least for season four. Well. Toss a Has season to three even come out? Job? Not yet, but I think they're done working at a filming well yeah at this point they, they have but yeah they're to just in the editing phase now post Tragic. but henry cavill is leaving the witcher because he wants to grow a mustache and they can't afford the cgi <laughs> <laughs> i'm pretty sure well i don't know if uh warner brothers couldn't afford it i don't know if netflix could definitely can't no. uh which um, warner brothers uh, what they did was that even considered CGI? It just looked like they slapped some makeup on his face and said that's. It CGI. just looked like Photoshop removing a mustache. Yeah, like the clone tool. Yeah. <laughs> it looked like if I was to try and use Photoshop. Yeah, it was kind of bad. <laughs> but anyways, he's leaving The Witcher, right? Mm-hmm. Why so? Because he's because gonna... Netflix isn't following the source material, which I have mixed feelings on. And he no- he said. The whole reason is because, like, at least the first season, they were following the books. Yes. He's also going to go back and do Superman stuff. That too. That tr- that's true. Oh, right. The the, the source material thing. <sighs> I, I'm I'm stoked that he's such a loyalist to the properties he gets into. Mm-hmm. Like he 
does read comics and he read all the books and played all the games for um, the Witcher. Mm-hmm. So he knows the source material. And so that's, that is one of the reasons he's leaving is that they're, you know, deterring from that source material. But he's such a good, he's so he's, good. He's a, he is a he very is good girl. It's he, a damn crime to lose him as our Witcher. Uh, mm-hmm. <sighs> Which not to say we're, um, we're getting Liam. Liam Hemsworth. Hemsworth. To be the new new Geralt. And not to say I don't think he's going to be a bad Geralt, but... He's just not our Geralt. He's not he, not he, our Geralt. <laughs> he, it's just not going to be the same. Not my Geralt. 2023. Literally not going to be the same. <laughs> <laughs> I, I will... I ate, I ate a lot of crow with the whole Chris Pratt thing, mm-hmm. but I'm always willing to give him a chance. I want to see him do good mm-hmm. just because I like the Witcher show so much. Yeah. So I want to see him do good. I hope the show is still good, but I just I don't have a whole lot of hope for it. Not yeah. holding on that hard. Yeah. I We're not like holding out for a hero. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> um, <clears throat> I need a hero. There we go. <laughs> I had to. We haven't sung in a while. Yeah, I was just going to say, we haven't sung like this entire episode. Toss a coin to To your witcher. Oh, valley of plenty. Oh, valley of plenty. Oh. That's the that bites, everybody. There we go. We're back on it. Back (laughs) on track. Back on uh, the bullshit. Because moving on from the witcher, there have been many a mistake being made by large companies um, recently. Is yeah, it? Nabisco, you got to get your shit together. Uh, right? Yeah. Sure. Well, actually, there is one company that's been that fucked up that they went bankrupt is Bang. Bang went Bang? bankrupt? Yeah, because... Went bankrupt? Because <laughs> <laughs> their flavors suck? Yeah, they're nasty. Yeah. I think they had a lawsuit against them saying, because they were saying that they're like better at energizing people than everyone else when really they're just the same. Yeah, they're the exact same. Anyways, what's the company that's fucking up? Uh, There's another one that might be going bankrupt. Twitter. I mean, the tweeter. The people who were given like the $38 billion or however much, 44 billion dollars aren't going bankrupt (sighs) because they just fucked off. Yeah. Yeah. They made out like bandits. They literally made out like bandits because taking candy from a baby. Twitter is um, it's imploding. Okay, this is the most like 2022 thing i think to ever have happened you Break know what it down I mean? for us gray so our, our good boy elmo um elmo elma oh. El- elma uh but you can't call you can't uh talk you can't about make elon musk him. anymore on twitter because he will ban you um really i thought it was a free speech zone now yeah yep. that's the the funny part about it so there's so comedy many, is there's now so many illegal layers to this there's so many layers to this, and it's definitely a thing where, like, you have to be on the internet to know. But uh, basic breakdown, you know, good old mass built multi-billionaire Ellen, Ellen Musk or Elon Musk? I Elon. Forget. Elon. Elon? Okay. Um, he bought Twitter after, like, a whole bunch of debacle, and finally he got his little grubby hands on it. And now it's going down the drain because the first thing he <laughs> introduces is microtransactions. Um, well, basically a subscription service for Twitter Blue. So If you pay $8 a month, you can have a blue check mark. Yeah, and for those of you who know what the blue check mark means, that means your account's been verified. That means you're the real deal. That means you are... Who that you say account, you who you say you are, you are that company, you are that influencer. That is you mm-hmm. because you verified yourself through a very like you know intense process of having this account for years and blah blah. blah. Like getting verified on Twitter, 
and verified on any social media actually is kind of a, it's it's a process. And from yeah. what I understand, is it is the blue thing a monthly? Like, do you have to pay monthly for now? Your... It is an eight dollar monthly Jeez. subscription. Actually, and I don't I even think know if they're it's changing now, it because yeah. I think they're changing it because of what because happened. of the shit show. Because the internet happened. Um, <laughs> we love the internet, guys. I love it. You know, uh, this is the one time I will say, "Good job, Twitter." Good job, Twitter, because. Company People, stocks are tanking. It is so easy to just make an account and come up with whatever name. Oh, yeah. You I, literally, and you can also change your name. You can have an account for like whatever and literally just change your username, change your name like super willy nilly on Twitter. Mm-hmm. You can just do that. So for $8, you can say that you are the Bank of America. Mm-hmm. You can say <laughs> that you are uh, like Tesla. You can say that you are like Nestle. Mm-hmm. Whatever. You can say you are Elon Musk. You can say you're Elon Musk. I saw a thing that they've been losing $4 million a day yeah. since uh-huh. the the whole thing went down. Yeah. Like, damn. Not only that, there was a company, I forgot what they're like, Eli and something. Ella and something. Ella and something. It's a pharmaceutical company. It's a pharmaceutical company, a big mass pharmaceutical company. Somebody got on there, created an account, and said, We are now making insulin free. And that company lost like 40 billion in stocks. Holy shit. Insane. Like they plummeted. I forgot what it is, but if you look up like Twitter insulin debacle or like Twitter insulin anything, it'll come up. And you'll find this story. It's ridiculous. Just look into it. So people have basically been going online, claiming to be companies and saying really funny, stupid shit. (laughs) And there's a lot of people out there who are believing them because they have the the verified check mark. It's ridiculous. All it costs is eight bucks to fuck up. Exactly. All it costs is eight bucks to literally destroy company stock markets. And I'm... So happy that I live in this age <laughs> where this billionaire is destroying other billionaires. I mean, that's kind of nice. It's almost a Lex Luthor, Lex Luthor-like plan. But well, you know, it's not. But you Lex. can't credit him. That's the thing is that it wasn't. It's Elon's not like he wanted plan. to do this. No, he just wanted no. to make more money. Yeah, and it was just up. a bad aftermath. It was awful it wasn't thought through not only that but twitter like he basically elon went in there and fired a fuck ton of people from Mm -hmm. on twitter and so it's not even the same people who really work there anymore Mm -hmm. and a team that was let go was actually part of their verification their two-step verification (laughs) process team so if you log out of twitter i don't know if they fixed this but yesterday I say yesterday, uh, we're recording this on Monday. Um, If you had logged out of Twitter and you had two-step verification on, if you tried to get back in, you wouldn't be able to get back in because you would send that two-step verification code to either your email or your phone or whatever, and it wouldn't send because that team doesn't exist. (laughs) That team is gone. So after firing all those people, he hired a bunch of, tried to hire a bunch of them back, Tried to hire a bunch of them back, but they're all incompetent dumb fucks or there are people who are like no dude no i don't want to be part of this i want to i want to hope that they're all like yeah fuck you i'm pretty sure most of them got job offers after because i'm didn't some of them like publicly say on twitter like oh guess i just got fired then companies like publicly saying hey want to come work with us yeah excellent okay excellent good Mm -hmm. fuck yeah Yeah. and uh there's been some fun little things going on with tumblr uh we love we love our tumblr boobies so the boobies porn is back porn is back um in a way in the way that they had stated it was very like 
the art the art of the nude human body was how they officially stated it. Basically, they're kind of allowing art. they're allowing nude images back on Tumblr. But this thing is a little spotty because the uh, like the the censoring system is still kind of there, and you can get banned. It's it's a so little no tricky. gapers. No, <laughs> damn it. Um, it's a little <laughs> tricky right now, but there were, I, I don't know what's fully going on with the Tumblr issue. But I know that Tum like the official staff were like, hey, for the whole price of nothing, you can have this blue check mark for free because <laughs> that means you're important, right? You want a blue check mark? Here you go. You got a blue check mark. Good for you. Like oh, a I Tumblr is just completely that, fucking what's what I don't know about so that one. That feels a little insulty. Oh, that's the point. Yeah. Is like they're right. absolutely just throwing shade at Twitter. Oh, yeah. Being yeah, like, shade. yeah, because you will spend money to get this blue check mark. Woohoo. Good for you. But they're giving it to people. For it just feels like so. they're telling people on Tumblr, like, here's a participation award. Yeah. But the people on Tumblr, at least I would like to think that. It, the internet is meta enough to understand that that is uh, just a shade yeah. at Twitter. Yeah. Because um, he shall be Elon. Yeah. So and I don't really know what the state, because everything has been moving so fast. So by the time this episode comes out, who fucking There's knows gonna be more. if Twitter is going to be alive by Saturday? Which, <laughs> by the way, I mean, maybe this does like pigeonhole me into being some kind of a pervert or something. But <gasps> um I will say the thing I'll miss most about Twitter is the boobies. Dude, okay. Oh, yeah. There's a lot of great porn. No, so I, follow, I follow a lot of porn accounts. There See? is. Yeah. I, have a, I have a not safe for work account. Absolutely. And I follow a ton of um, artists who do like not safe for porn? work stuff. Let's share and, some accounts. Yeah. And I have a master list. I will send it to you guys. <laughs> yeah. I'm not even shitting. So, Excellent. Um, anyway. Excellent. But the... The art community on Twitter, like a lot of artists, despite the fact that Twitter is obviously very problematic for many reasons, every social media, every big social media is, yeah. has their issues, yada, yada. Twitter is one of the one places where artists can actually post whatever they want. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Pretty much. They can post anything on Twitter. Mm -hmm. And so a lot of artists have made their home there. A lot of artists have their huge following there on Twitter. That's how they make a lot of money. That's how they reach their audiences, blah, 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 this and that. And with Twitter... Being what it is now, a lot of them are starting to jump ship. <laughs> That's tragic. And it's really awful. So that I just see so many accounts just on my feed being like, yeah, well, I don't know how this is going to go. So, like, you can find me on Tumblr. Or you can find me on Instagram. You know, that kind of... They're, they're leaving. They're Patreon. doing what they have to yeah, do. Yeah, they're doing what they have to do. And it's just a shame because I have all of the artists that I follow here. And I don't want to go back to Tumblr. Um, <laughs> but Especially since there's no gapers on Tumblr. There's no gapers on Tumblr. Not one gaper. So I hope that Twitter pulls through. I hope that something happens and Elon realizes how big of a fucking mistake this all has been and uh, Twitter gets their shit together. Luckily, but. if the if the prices keep dropping like they are, mm -hmm. a millionaire instead of a billionaire might be able to buy it. Maybe, yeah. maybe a smart millionaire. Yeah. Hopefully. Who knows? Who knows? Yeah. It could turn into something great. It's, you know, it's the good old thing. That, like after a war, there's always a revolution. There's always a, a you know a time of great art and a yeah. renaissance. Yeah, a renaissance. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. <laughs> like um, starts with an art. Revolution, <laughs> revolution, renaissance, same thing. Close enough. Close revolution enough. of art. Uh, re real quick to backpedal a little bit. <laughs> you did slightly reference um in when we were talking about Henry Cavill. He was in the end of Black Adam. Black Adam, yeah. So that does that at least sets up a little bit of continuity with our current Snyderverse, which has problems already. Mm -hmm. So I, I, that's another thing about the story of Black Adam that didn't make sense to me is like if they're trying to do a new start, that was the wrong way to go. Yep. Yikes. Anyways, sorry. Let's get uh, into to be fair. It does kind of 
it does kind of go into his arrogance. True. But I was like, mm, did, did, did they need to? Yeah. They could have done something different. The could've. answer is no. I do like Henry Cavill as Superman, though. So I am uh, excited about that. We'll see how that goes. What's we'll what's next? Anyway, another thing that uh, artists on Twitter are lamenting is AI art. Is, did you have a stroke? AI art. AI art. AI art. Artificial intelligence, my good sir. Oh, is that what AI stands for? Yep. Huh. I. I, I thought it was for anal images, like I, on my Tumblr. Ah, is yeah. your Tumblr t- username anal images? <laughs> it is now. It's Mine t- says anal images on Tumblr. <laughs> it's exclusively capers. <laughs> At least what I can get away with. Oh my god! <laughs> uh, it's just a bunch of like little X's on like animal bugs. <laughs> <No>, exactly, <laughs> all of it. <laughs> anyway, so AI. Anyway, AI art has been a plague to the digital artist community and just art in general. Um, the, I'm just going to say it now. We don't like AR. I'm speaking for all of you guys. We don't like AR. Oh. AI art. I, you know, I'm, I'm 50-50 here. I yeah. like some of the images that come out of it. I think they're pretty cool. But once you find out that it's AI, it takes away from it wholly. Yeah. You're, I think it depends on the context because like there are some like, videos are like ai generated art for this music video like but ai generated art that interprets interprets lyrics to kind of like oh here's what this thinks of this sentence mm-hmm. i think that's cool i dig that. no one's I taking get. no one's taking credit for it so it's fine yeah I get but, but no one's trying to peddle it as like oh hey look at this cool thing and unfortunately that is a good like 98% of the AI art community is people being like, I'm an artist because I steal art from other artists and I plug it into a computer and then I add a couple of words and then boom, there it is. I'm an artist. artist. That's the issue. And then not only that, but AI art is so deeply rooted into NFTs. Mm -hmm. Like deeply rooted. Like every AI art generator that you come across, that you will Google, that you will find, will sell your AI art, your, and their quotes, AI art as NFTs. They do. <sighs> Every so single one of them. And then to, you know, just another big old slap to the face to digital artists, DeviantArt fucked up <laughs> big time. Very, very, very big time. Um, Where they basically, you know, we know DeviantArt is like, that is the place to post your art. That yes. is like, that is the biggest like most massive multi-million image uh, bank gallery for digital artists. And it has been for, I mean, even traditional artists too. They take pictures of their art and they post it on DeviantArt. And you can like sell your images there and do all sorts of crazy fun stuff. But DeviantArt recently fucked up big time because they turned around and they're like, hey guys, um, whether you like it or not, your stuff is going to be opted in for AI art generation. And basically, like, you have to go in and change because by default, and they didn't even tell anybody, by default, you have to go in and manually change your settings to opt out of having your art be, like, put into AI art generators just by default. Because what most AI art generators do is they Google search, basically, they go through a search engine and find images related to what, like, that that fit your description that you plug in on your little computer, and they pull from other artists' art, and then they make art that's new art. (sighs) And so DeviantArt was like, hey, guess what? 
all of your art is being posted in AI art generators now. And the, the entire community is like, excuse, excuse me. <laughs> so what? <laughs> Say what? So you're saying that art thieves now are actually stealing my art? Cool, 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 cool. Not cool. Not cool, DeviantArt. Not fucking cool. So I don't know if they've backpedaled on that since this episode has come out. Um, hopefully they did. It would be wise to the art community to do that. It would be yeah. very wise yeah. because they're probably losing a lot of money too right now. I'd imagine mm-hmm. DeviantArt would go under if if that continues. Yeah, that it's bad. And they also like have not started like dwindling, but they're definitely not nearly as like in you know intense and popular as they were back not as relevant like not as relevant thank you for sure um as they used to be back in the early 2010s but now it's like y'all are not helping your situation here you're kind of making things worse um but uh the last little bit of ai art news uh due to all of this lovely awful the cut fuckery cut fuckery thank you (laughs) Um, there have been people who are, are going to artist alleys and art shows and stuff and trying to sell off their AI art and make money off of the fact that they wrote in like four words in a computer and plugged in somebody else's image and whatnot. So they're literally physically selling art that is not theirs, that they claim to be theirs. But one anime convention has stood up against that and is like, hey, they made an official statement, I think, uh, on Tuesday, on Tuesday. Nice. Being basically summarizing as like we will not allow any artists to enter our artist alley and sell AI art. Like good. no. <laughs> we will not allow that. Um so good for Anime Los Angeles, ALA. Yeah. Hell um, yes. I think I think that's a hundred percent the right move and what they should do. Yeah. Yeah. Um I'm not in I don't make graphic art, but mm-hmm. I am an artist. And I can see that the artistic integrity there is mm-hmm. at a fucking zero. Yeah. Um, if you are, you know, taking everybody else's work and pretending that you actually did something, yeah. but you didn't fucking do shit. Um, it's the same reason why I don't really respect cover bands very much. Yeah. You know, you're just taking another person's uh, stuff and then you're touring the country and making money off of it. Mm-hmm. It's <clears throat> it's close, but it's not exactly the same. Don't you want to be able to present yourself as an artist and say, I made this. I did this with my own two hands or, you know, whatever you made it with. Um, it doesn't check. It doesn't check out in my brain to go somewhere and sell something that I know for a fact is not something I made. Yeah. You know, that mm-hmm. just seems that's like the lowest blow. Why other artists should look down on you for that. So fuck them. Fuck them. <laughs> Fuck them. Fuck them if they want to use AI art and sell it. Yep. It's very dumb. Anyway, that was my rant. <sighs> I have to go on some sort of political rant. That That is Gray's uh, political corner. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> Gray's AI anatomy. Uh, thanks for coming to my TED Talk. Thanks for coming anyway. to Gray's TED Talk. Uh, Up next is something I don't really know a lot about. Pokemon? Pokemon. You don't know shit about Pokemon? Not really. I haven't, I haven't been keeping up. Pokemon? Pokemon? I are we, are we talking about the new Pokemon game, yes. right? Coming out, Scarlet Violet. Yes, I'm stoked on it. I bet you're going to tell me not to be, but I, I think by the time this episode airs, it's out. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, it comes out real soon. Hmm. But they do some real cool things in it because there's the um, what are they called? Oxymoron. No. Yeah. Uh, it, uh, if the viewer or if the listener is listening to this on the 19th, it came out yesterday. Oh, nice. Yeah. Uh, actually, I think it uh, comes out Saturday. So, yeah, it comes, it comes out, out the 18th. 
That's Friday. No, this episode comes out. Oh, this episode. Yeah. yeah. So mm. if you're listening then, yeah, you're right. So speaking of years in the future. Yeah. Anyway. Paradox. They're called paradox forms. Um, much like we got the Alolan forms and stuff in yeah. other game, um, we're getting paradox forms, which depending upon if you get Violet, Violet's going to have future forms of these Pokemon. And if you get uh, Scarlet, they're going to have past versions. So mm. like prehistoric versions mm-hmm. of these Pokemon, which I think is really cool. I think that's cool. But yeah. the thing we need to fucking bitch about is that they made Sprigatito's <gasps> goddamn no! final evolution by Petal. <laughs> Which was the number one thing both of you said was everybody. like, make it a That's quadruped. That's what everybody said. Everybody was like, please keep it on the ground. Keep its little little legs, its little tootsies. I will tell you, I still love Sprigatito. Sprigatito, tell me the, the truth. truth. Every time. It's so good. <laughs> okay. They did such a good job naming these Pokemon, though. Mm-hmm. Like, straight up. And so the, the starter ev- uh, evolutions have been leaked since we have are talking about this. Because by the time that this has come out, the fucking game come out, blah, 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 blah. Yes. Um, but the starter evolutions have been leaked. And people are grumpy. And more than grumpy. A little upset. And salty as Sprigatito, the cute little cat Pokemon, ended up on two legs. Again. Again. Because they always do. Except for Persian. At, that, at this point, I know <laughs> Nintendo is just feeding the furries. They're yep. like, here you go, furries. Take this. Have. I mean, yeah, but we've got so many the, the bipedals. We do. Like, can we just not? Yeah. You know what they should have done? They should have made the duck have all be quadrupedal. <laughs> of course make it why, walk around on its why wings why take away the legs when you can just give them more true more just legs just give them more legs though I will say just I kidding. do love the fabulousness of the final evolution oh, yeah. of the water evolution oh yeah they, just kind of he runs around like this yeah, and it's so silly very, I love it like I do really actually love the theme that they're going with because it's set in like a Spain-esque yeah Spain-esque uh, huh. in a Spain-esque place in the world um because it's not you know really spain but it's spain inspired by spain and all of them have a sort of like festival theme yes and though i do not like the fact that uh meow scarada is its name really <laughs> yeah the magician I, pokemon i like it because it's like masquerade yeah, and yeah. that's like a or masquerada which is like a thing you know in spanish culture very festival um and i do really like that theme the design is a little lackluster. Not yes. only the fact that it's on two legs, whatever, but it's just very, like, kind of boring. <laughs> Looks like it was plugged into an AI generator. Uh, ooh. <laughs> ooh. Ooh. Um, got him. Got him. It, it just... It just feels like it's lacking a little bit. Like, I wish that they had done a little bit more with it. I feel like all of the design power went into the Water Starters Final Evolution. I don't <laughs> I don't know what its Final Evolution's name is, because that one's name I don't think has been leaked yeah, I don't at remember. this point. Um, but, like, it looks great. That one just very, like, full on the hat, the, the outfit, just the yes. way that it walks and stuff. That's very great. That's awesome. And then the the fire starter, he's okay. Okay, I have <laughs> he's very so, mid. I have mixed feelings here. Yeah. So I don't like his middle evolution. It just, it's just a hat. It, they just added a hat. They did just add. A they hat. just gave him a hat, and they called it a middle evolution. Yeah. But the final evolution, I actually do like a lot because we're talking about the water starter or the fire. Starter? Fire. Fire. Yes. Okay. His his final evolution just kind of is like a red for alligator. Yeah. Which is, 
I mean, he, he's a pinata. Yeah, he is a pinata. He's which just got was, a couple of squares on him. Which he's we longer. Were, we were all trying to figure out if he was a pepper or whatever he was. <laughs> yeah. But I also think he's very peppery modeled as well. He's still very peppery modeled. I, I like that final evolution. The mid ev- middle evolution kind of sucks. Mm-hmm. And the final one's not that great. Yeah. But it's 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 doable. It's mid. As, as, somebody, <laughs> as somebody who does enjoy the fire starter because I'm basic. Yeah. Uh, I'll still play him. Honestly, the water starters are usually my favorites. Mm. Ever since, okay, up until fourth gen. Who was fourth gen? Empoleon. Mm. Um, I, or uh, sorry, up until fourth gen, I did the fire starters, and then oh. fourth gen after, um, you I did, did water, water starters mm. because I just liked them more. They were just they're just better. I, I think I've chosen fire every time except for on um, sword and shield. I went with the grass because um, uh, he was a drummer. Yeah. And I thought that was cool. He's cute. Wasn't that the little... Little monkey, grass monkey. Yeah, little <laughs> grass monkey. Yeah, he's cute. So they had already done a grass monkey. No? That funky monkey. <laughs> grass monkey. I walked right into that one. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, yeah, it was Grookey. Grookey, that's his name. Yeah. Yeah. And I like the the water one because he was a little chameleon. He was, yeah, it was Sobble. Yeah. Yeah. Sobble. It was It was cute. And then the the very furry bait bunny, soccer bunny. Yeah, that was my least favorite of the starters. It just wasn't fun. I think on that one, that starter, it almost felt like they were like, okay, what did we do with Blaziken again? Right? But they made make it a bunny. But they made (laughs) it a bunny. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Okay, good try. It's a yep, we get fire fighting. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I wish that for the fire starter and uh Scarlet Violet, I wish that they had embraced more so like full-blown viva pinata-esque like pinata <laughs> you know because he just kind of looks like a red alligator with a couple of colors like squares on him yeah if they had gone full-blown like you know tassels and frills and like extra layers of scales or something like tassels. that that would have been yeah yeah mm-hmm. yeah yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, but it's a little disappointing but, but the game looks fun it does it has it enjoyable. You, uh you said it has some uh, mechanics that work with Pokemon Go? Yeah, so there's a new feature, uh, a new thing that they're implementing in Pokemon Go called Pokemon Home, um, where you can upload the Pokemon that you catch in Pokemon Go. So like when you're, you know, going out and about and catching your shinies and your community days and whatever, you can basically upload them to or transfer them to a um like a hub like a drive called um pokemon home and then there are some games like legend of arceus and i know scarlet violet is going to have this compatibility and there's i think sword and shield um the newer generation games yeah um so you can transfer your pokemon to the home and then from the home you can transfer them to your games that's cool. Mm. So the, I, I hope it allows them as actually playable, though. Yeah. Because one thing problem I had was when they did Let's Go Pikachu and Let's Go Eevee, uh-huh. you could do your put your Pokemon Go Pokemon in there, but only in the Safari Zone. Yeah. And it, when they were in the Safari Zone, you could just kind of take From care of them. From the TikTok that I saw, um, the little demo that I saw, they are playable. Like, Excellent. Because they did it for Legend of Arceus. And this yeah. person did like three shiny Starlies just to be like, yeah, this is three shiny Starlies. I'm going to transfer them to my home and then I'm going to transfer you... them to Arceus. And then the person popped out the, the shiny Starlies and they're running around with them. Hmm. So, yeah. Have you seen Tentacool uh, walking around as the you're following Pokemon? No. no. Look it up on YouTube real quick because <laughs> it is it, it's worth it. Our dear listeners, look it up on YouTube. Yeah, real quick. look it up real quick. But there's 
So we all know Tentacool, one of the classics, uh, and it's just got those little tentacles under it, but you can have Pokemon in these newer games follow you around, much like in uh, the original Yellow version. But this one, they were like, well, how do you make Tentacool follow you around on land? They made his tentacles feet. Oh, I see that. And he, Oh, my God. <laughs> he looks so silly. He does. It's so funny. Oh, my God. Oh, he kind of just looks like a little guy in a bag. <laughs> yeah, he does. <laughs> oh, it's so ridiculous. He even looks like he, looks like he knows he looks mm-hmm. ridiculous. Yeah. Like, he's straight up like, why the fuck are you making me do this? SpongeBob. SpongeBob. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. That's awesome. So that's that's a fun little guy. I love he's that. He's just a little guy. He's just doing his best. <laughs> Do we have any more on this Pokemon game? Um, no. But I mean, listeners, if you're playing it and enjoying it and having a good time, let us know. Please. Please. I mean, I'm going to buy it eventually. But yeah. yeah, I almost always somebody should gift it to me because uh, I always get Pokemon games for my birthday because they always come out like literally within oh. the three days of my birthday. That's true. Um, it's always on the same like week. And hmm. so somebody buy me a Pokemon game for my birthday, and I don't really care which one because both of the professors are really hot. So <laughs> I make mean, that decision for me. Or if someone wants to give me one version and somebody wants to give me another, I won't complain. I think Scarlet's what I'm going to go for um, because I like the past uh, versions, their, their past paradox forms. Mm-hmm. I think those are really cool. Also, Cave Mommy is very hot. <laughs> she is. Yeah. I'd let her hunga dunga my <laughs> girl. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I'd let her discover fire. <laughs> anyway. Anyway. <laughs> uh, let's uh, move on. I'm a little confused in my notes. Are we doing something that has to do with like weird kink play? We got, <laughs> what? what is dad of boy? Dad of boy. Dad of boy. <laughs> Thank you. I'm like, I don't have the vocal cords, but I'm not Christopher Judge. Um, I'm also, I don't have a beard, so I can't nearly get as deep. I feel like the beard helps with a deep voice. <laughs> it does a little. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> he actually lowered an octave when he grew a beard. He did. Yeah. yeah it's, it just happens biologically. Um, <laughs> always. And, also, always. Anyway. and also when I shave it, I actually age down. Wow. Oh, shit. Yeah. You turn into a baby? Yeah. You should shave more often. You're looking old. <laughs> does your actually, voice a few a few days ago, I, know, I think I saw gray hair right around here. <gasps> you oh. saw my hair? Yes. <laughs> so was it green? <laughs> it was it was a little lighter, a little more teal. Green, a little more teal. Oh. Sea foamy. Yeah. Sea foamy. Sea foamy. Excellent. Anyway, Dad of Boy, it's God of War. Boy. Oh. Because oh. the oh. new one just came out oh. on the night. Oh. Have we heard anything? I have been watching it. Actually. Oh, okay. So I've been watching uh Jack's have to guy play it. A good old Sean McLaughlin. And uh it's been great. Honestly, it's been incredible. I, he's only like tw- barely twenty hours in, and that's like that's like barely half the game. Oh my oh, god, that's yeah. awesome! It's a big game, and it is incredible. It picks up right where the last one left off. All right, um, like basically, uh, well, not right where the last one left off. They do have a little recap, and then it, but it feels like it picks up right where it left off. You know, the visuals are obviously stunning. They really just did an incredible absolute job it's getting like 10 out of 10 stars 100 percent five out of five purple heart plants whatever you know i uh i was listening to a podcaster who's very into the daddy kind of thing and she was freaking out over their version of thor who apparently is like uber daddy dad bod yeah like (laughs) 
He's he is huge. what you think a Viking would be. I, I looked it up huge. and I'm like, yeah, if I was into that, <sighs> yeah, all over it. And like, but not only is he obviously a very portly fellow, but like, so Kratos in that is tall as fuck. Like mm-hmm. he is like seven foot something. Okay, okay. he's a massive ass dude because we're all familiar with, with Kratos because he's a Greek god. Yeah. He's a Greek god. And but Thor towers over him. Damn. And so do basically all the other gods except Odin. Hmm. Um they cuz they they show Thor, they show Odin, um they show Loki for those spoilers uh, Atreus his son is Loki. Oh. Yeah. Oh. Um and they establish at the very end of the first game mm. where they show like prophecies and all of this other fun stuff and huh. then they're like, "Oh wait, like Loki, that's Atreus." So his son is Loki, and it's like the plot so far is obviously things are leading into Ragnarok because Atreus slash Loki killed Balder. And mm. if anybody knows anything about Norse mythology, that is yeah. the start of Ragnarok. They they go straight into the I am a winter. fan of the Monomarth. Yeah. <laughs> I've heard of Monomarth before. Um, they go straight into Fimble Winter and like the Ragnarok is rapidly approaching and they're trying to stop it. Um, but. Kratos is doing such a good job being a dad. He's such a dad. And I just, uh, soft spot in my heart for that. Uh, you know, daddy issues and all of that fun stuff. Oh, but yeah. like, it's incredible, the story arc and the story that they're telling. And Atreus is a bit older now. And it's also because the actor aged over the course of time. So they're keeping the same actor who did oh, little little yeah. baby Atreus. And he's now like a teenage boy like boy. a coming of age story um another little spoiler but you get to play as atreus so you can actually change from like kratos. you don't get to change from kratos but like in the story there are moments where you change like where you hmm. atreus and then he's coming into his powers as loki so there's parts where he like changes into animals and stuff like shapeshifts ah. into animals because loki is a shapeshifter and like all sorts of other just super fucking cool stuff freya is uh, just perfect <laughs> just perfect milf <laughs> incredible love her milf, love the story eh? yeah a a she's great story's great the design everything is incredible but um yeah just in, in great 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 game in fact it was so great of a game it got nominated for game of the year because game of the year we are approaching the, the end year. of 2020 and that means the game of the year awards my friends Ooh. there have been so many awesome incredible games that have come out this year and among them the ones that have been nominated have been god of war ragnarok and that one literally got nominated this week. It's been out for a week and it's already nominated for yeah. game of the year <laughs> a week yeah yep. it's been out since the ninth and less than a week. Who who has had time enough to play that far enough to say this is game of the year? Reviewers. Game reviewers who get it early. Good point. Yeah. <laughs> My and bad. then influencers like Jack Jackson like guy Jack get it guy. a day early, I think. Yeah. That's I, cool. I think he gets it a day or two early. Yeah. Um, and so he started playing it. And it was funny because the there was a day one patch that the the developers strongly encourage folks to download because <laughs> there are obviously bugs, you know, because that, that's always, what it is. Yeah. There's always release bugs. Um, but you get to see if you're watching Jacksepticeye's playthrough, which I strongly recommend. Um, 
there are some bugs that you see him deal with. Like there's this moment where uh, Kratos' arm, when he goes to summon the axe, it gets stuck and it's like that in a cutscene. And so he's just kind of like swinging <laughs> his arm around. And like he has to dive into this water to save Atreus and his arm is like stuck, but like Atreus is like clinging to him because Atreus' model is active, but like Kratos is the stuck. Arm is so he's just like, you know, just totally rigid with his arm and like this L shape just moving around and trying to save Atreus. It's I, guess so it, I guess it's better than T-posing. Yeah, it, it's almost T-posing basically. Basically, but it was hilarious. Um, but yeah, I digress. So, game of the year: um, God of War, Ragnarok, uh, Ragnarok, Ragnarok, Ragnarok. And I assume the cat game is is nominated. Stray yep. has been yeah, nominated, which good. is awesome because it was an indie game. It was the first game ever made by those developers, and it was astounding. It was yeah. incredible. That is amazing. For yeah, the first game. Yeah. yeah, that was their first. That was their debut game as a studio. I've only watched footage of it. I haven't played it myself, but I, I hear played it's really it fantastic. and I love it. I love Stray so so much. So, um, God of War Ragnarok, Stray, Elden Ring, of course. Of course. I honestly forgot Elden Ring came out this year because it came out in January and it's yeah. been a long fucking year. Dude, it's been I a feel long like the year. other day someone said something about Moon Knight coming out this year and I was like, No. What? No. What? What might. Oh my God. Do I even understand time? It came out in March? Mar- yeah, late March, March or April. Yeah, because it, it came out before I moved in with Shawnee. So yeah. It was coming Shawnee out April. while I was on my like two-week tour. Also, oh. the fact that Batman came out this year blows Oh, shit, right. Oh, right. That feels like it was so long ago. Oh, my yeah, God, guys. We need to have a, like, a year a recap For real. episode. It's been a long, hard year, December. kids. It's been a long, hard year. Anyway, um, Horizon Forbidden West. Okay, I hear that. Which is another fun, game which, I want to, uh, which is another reason why I want to get a PlayStation. Yeah, it's also a very, very incredible game. Um, a little bit of that too. I think is it Netflix or Amazon Prime? I don't remember, but they're making a um, either a movie or a live action show. Hmm. Now that's a cool idea because right? that universe looks very really cool. fucking yeah. cool. Yeah. yeah, that looks dope. Yep. Um, and then we get a Plague Tale Requiem. Um, I, actually oh, I didn't that see one. any footage from that, but I, I we haven't. Just, wa- I we haven't briefly played it, about it. Um, oh, but I did watch somebody play the first one, and I re- the first mm. one was really cool. But uh, <clears throat> Requiem, I'm it, I should get on that because apparently it's really really good. And then Xenoblade Chronicles three. Mm. Didn't hear or see anything. Yeah, about that. Uh, yeah, the only thing I know about that is that my former roommate was like basically bleeding for Xenoblade Chronicles 3 to come out for years. And then every time there's like a Nintendo Direct, she would always be like, Xenoblade Chronicles 3, Xenoblade Chronicles 3, and it never would happen. And then, and then um, it happened. And then it happened, finally. And so, like, good for her. I hope she's celebrating out there somewhere. I don't think it's going to win anything, honestly, because compared to All those everything others. else, I've not hear- heard anybody really talk about Xenoblade no. Chronicles. But Only Elden Ring, I- God of War, Horizon, and Stray are the ones that I've heard the most about. I'm rooting for Stray. I'm rooting for yeah. Stray. I really hope... I don't think it's going to win against Elden Ring. Elden or Ring or God of War. War. It's going to be Elden Ring or It's going to put up War. a good fight, Probably. though. Yeah, it's going to put up a good fight, and it's going to win awards. It oh, has yeah. to win awards. Otherwise, I'm going to freaking flip a table. Um, but, but who wouldn't love to see Kratos fight a cat? Not that cat. That cat would die. <laughs> hey. I don't want to see that cat die. I'm, I'm just... 
No. <laughs> well, I big scary cat with fangs. There are lots of big scary cats with fangs in God of War. There you go. Yeah. Then there, yeah. And also probably Elden Ring. I haven't played it yet, but yeah, I'd imagine knowing so. those kind of games, there's probably some big scary cat thing. Yeah. There's That's also it. a very big, super sexy wolf man. Ooh, big mm. sexy wolf. Because we've gone this entire episode without me mentioning monster fucking, and I got to Elden Ring. I held out. <laughs> Held out. And but let Bly, me guess, you mm, want to fuck it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he's All right, awesome. bring the tarp And in. he's a knight, and he's so, like, he's so cool. His name's Blythe, and he's really just genuine and heartfelt and noble, and he's really sweet. And then he goes crazy because his his princess or, you know, queen, whatever, um, goes away. She dies, and so, well, dies, I say in her quotes. It's Elden Ring. Yeah. Um, but, no one dies. And then he goes crazy, and then you got to fight him after he became, like, your best bro. And Damn. It's really Damn. sad. That's harsh. And then you yeah. fuck him? I wish. Damn. Well, we tried. You tried. It's okay. The internet has given me plenty of art <laughs> to look at. So. And on that note. And on that note. And on that note. <laughs> let's get out of here. All right. <laughs> we had a good episode. This was a long one. Holy crap. Yeah, dude. This is uh, almost two hours. <gasps> Gotta love going to see movies. Anyway, let's get some social media to get out of here. <clears throat> You can find me on Instagram at concasedoor95 as well as my band at Pine Walker Lives. Go ahead and follow that bites at that bites cast as well as on Twitter. Well, for forever, for the, for a, long for the foreseeable future, till Elon tanks it. Yeah, yeah, till we get banned. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, you guys can find me at Corvid with a K, K O R V I D with a K, um, on Twitch, Twitter, Instagram, and the like. On everything. On everything. And find me at Desengage9 on Instagram. I posted my first post for like a year at least the other day. So, yeah, that's good stuff. And please follow the network at Circle Pit Radio Network on Instagram as well. And come out to the Wrecked live show on December 11th at the Beehive. Gray's going to be there. Yeah. Gray's heading up their own segment, and it's going to be super fun. We're going to pound out the details right now at the end of this show all i know is that i get to kill people oh you're gonna live on stage if you want to see gray kill people beehive december 11th 10 bucks at the door gets you in and it's bring a raincoat time it's gonna be a lot of blood oh all the blood yep Yep. it's gonna be like guar and don't worry we'll bring the tarp we'll bring the tarp uh yeah so no gg 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 Feels a little bit better when you're like on a stage. It's you true. Know? Yeah. When you're like stage presenty rather than just walking around your living room. Hey, I'm gonna try. When we go into this show, nobody's gonna be around, but I'm gonna be trying. Yeah. Like, hamming it up. Do it. And that's ham. What, when go we do full our ham. practice, that's what we should be doing to really full ham. Know, you yeah. and like you're pretty stationary on a stage, and Shawnee's never been on a stage, so not since <sighs> elementary school. Yeah. She the monster me. mash. <laughs> 2020 no, no not 2020 2002 i got my numbers mixed up every time i bring up a live show she's like i've never been on a stage except for when i was a kid yep sorry you agree like, i it. can't do it meanwhile i take the microphone and start emceeing at a fucking pony convention <laughs> did that really happen yeah what's a pony convention uh the my little pony like fandom Oh. So I went to Storytime. Great, we're recording. Storytime. It's a good thing so, we're recording. Um, Back in like 
2015 or 2016, I don't remember, there was a uh, My Little Pony convention in Utah called Crystal Mountain Pony Con. Um, mm. And, yep, you give me that look. Wow. Um, <laughs> but I had a friend who was my roommate at the time, and she was uh, hired to do photography for the event. And, you know, because she was just like a little local photographer, and they just wanted, like, sure. you know, that kind of a thing. Um, it was really small. It was in the, like, Radisson Hotel downtown. So it Ooh, was, like, Radisson. really small. Mm-hmm. Um and uh good hotel though free breakfast in the morning yeah um so she just needed like a an extra hand to do like to help her with photography stuff and i was like okay i'll be your little monkey like carry your gear around and stuff and i wandered around but um i had like a couple of friends who actually ran the convention um and so we were hanging out and chatting and i had borrowed a costume from one of my other friends who's actually like into my little pony because i wasn't at the time but i had borrowed their you say at the time i wasn't but are you now (laughs) i have seen a total of like maybe 10 episodes of my little pony okay Um, you're still on this you're yeah you're still on this side of the fence yeah on this side of the stable um (laughs) i was a horse kid back in the day though but i was much more like a spirit stallion of the cimarron kind of horse kid and not my little pony host. Oh, I know kid. because we've we've yep. teased Shawnee about that a good deal. Yep. Um so anyway, um I'm wearing this costume and I am the one person I don't know if you guys are you're probably not familiar with my little pony like at all. Barely. But um there's this big Fluttershy? Close. That's a character. <laughs> that is I was a character close? though. Yeah. So um there's this there's this bad guy who's introduced in the um, he's a bad show. Horse. He's a, yeah. Um, and his name is Discord. And he's like this amalgamation oh, yeah. of he's a dragon, he's a lion, he's a bird. He's like, he's the embodiment of chaos in Discord. So he's like a chimera. So he's got a bunch of different like features and stuff like that. And he's a bad guy because he's like bringing chaos to the world, blah, 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 blah. But then, you know, through the friendship of magic, he kind of turns into more of like a. Uh, like a joke kind of spoofy anti-hero um, okay. at some point after they had like defeated him. Cause, like Shadow? Yeah. <laughs> ah. um, but he actually ends up becoming Fluttershy's like best friend. Oh shit. So <laughs> when you like Fluttershy, I was like, yeah, yeah, you're not wrong. Um, but anyway, so the con heads, they dressed up as like the main like head ponies, uh, Celestia and Luna, I think are their names. I barely fucking remember. Um, sure. And like, you know, Sounds a bunch dramatic. of little like pony fandom people are, are like, oh my God, that's so cool. Cause they're like the rulers of the realm and they're also the con heads and blah, blah, blah. You know, like that kind of stuff. <laughs> um, I love, I love my friends. I really do. And I had a, a blast there. Not going to lie. Um, not to diss the fandom, not to diss the fandom. But they're weird I, as fuck. They're weird as fuck, <laughs> but I had a good time. But there was this time, like, uh, there was this main stage, um, main in, in like stage. the little main event hall. And sometimes there's like such discoordination between events sometimes that some people were like, I don't really know like who's going to run it like that, that kind of stuff. Or I literally just like grabbed the microphone and just started talking and just started like running things and be like, Hey everybody, you know, like talking and like gathering everybody's attention and like rounding them all up and in and, you know, actually like bringing life to these certain events and stuff. What is the deal with salt licks? Yeah. Yeah. Straight up. <laughs> so, so I was in my pen the other day funny that and you they say, didn't leave enough hay. Funny that you say salt lick because that's actually the name of the mascot pony for Crystal Mountain Pony Con. Jesus Her name is Salt Lick. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, anyway, yeah. So, and it, it, what if it, they then call the next one Salt Lake the comedy, City? The comedy writes itself, you know, like just the, that kind of thing. So it was really easy for me. And then not only that, but like because I was the only Discord, people thought I was actually like a staff member. And like my friends trusted me enough to like pick up the mic and just start like 
you know, taking the taking the reins <laughs> <laughs> on the main stage. Yeah, 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 on the main <laughs> stage. Um, you had to hoof it to it. Uh, <laughs> see, it was, but that kind of stuff just happened naturally and then the next year um uh, there was of course since it's such a small local con there was a lot of people who recognized me and i was discord again because i came back because my friends asked me to come back as an actual staff <laughs> member hell yeah next time yeah. and i came as discord and i was like the mc so i was running like the events in the main hall like with the microphone and doing like being the the talk person that's so um, cool which was a lot of fun and then i gathered like i had gained this like small little like following of people and like the social media pages and stuff like that and there was an artist who was like a really um uh not like tall. famous yeah. <laughs> really tall but um really like well-known pony artist who was there and she had actually overheard one of my conversations with my friend who was one of the con heads um and she had turned our conversation into a comic <laughs> she drew it as a comic and posted oh it on social media and it was so funny i was like oh my god but she drew it as like discord and, and luna talking because mm-hmm. it was like our characters and yeah. it was it was great that's dope so i had a great time and like the the con isn't uh happening anymore but um Darn. it so, was still a lot of fun so you're saying you so. won't be nervous because you have the longest of the segments yes good <laughs> yeah good yeah, yeah. I, i'm totally fine i'm totally comfortable on a stage good because i think i'm gonna get you so. like a cloak to really kind of pound home the whole fantasy area i of think it. you want to get me a cloak I'd or be unless you down. have a cloak i mean i have outfit stuff i can i can wear the fancy ears and the makeups and the so and the... we're gonna have half-assity kind of costume yeah. things going on uh-huh. so if you want to wear something okay Go right ahead. I'll wear. Mm-hmm. I'll go all out and make you guys look like scrubs, which would add to it. I like. Oh, I'm dead I serious. So. And then you guys come in with like sex toys and, and <laughs> dumb hats and things, yep. and it's yes. like, yes, excellent. It's gonna be good. That'll be perfect. Okay, cool. Um, so to find out more about that, go listen to Wrecked. 